Hey, this is Reverend Dave Johnson. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. Uh, and uh, don't do it while you're masturbating. <laughs> Force you to it. Blam! Did you see that? I checked them. Not that. Nah. I am so relaxed. You should be. Yeah. Oh, you, you did a you did a free show wank. <laughs> I did. Stroke it out. I did too, bro. It's all good. Nah, that's not good. That's not even close to good. Good to the other room. We're not boxers. It's not like you know. We're gonna, we're gonna fade. In or Peter show. North. Well, well, I'm too leaders. Well, Peter North, forget about it. You'd see it. You'd see it from your house, but he's, he's still in relatively good shape. He really is. Yeah, it's true. He still gets hot, women. super hot. Women. Well, just imagine having women lining up. Dude, but, to, man, but he's sort of old school, though. Like Manuel Manuel Ferreira is like the new dude that like bangs every chick. Uh, I'm not up on the new stuff. The old guys... Dude, it's hard to not be, because like, there's like four guys in the porn industry. Oh, that's true. Like, you know what? I probably, if I, I would probably... if I Send me a picture, because I probably do know him. I just don't know his name. Ron Jeremy should write a... should sign a paper saying he will never, ever take his clothes off again. He's European, so he's got rumpled foreskin. Oh. <laughs> it's got a jacket on in case it rains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dark helmet. It's like... Oh. Like a curtain, a spray in the curtain. Would always win because good is dumb. We are getting into such weird territory already, and we didn't even start. We didn't. We didn't. I love it. But I got, I got a couple thank yous that I know. I have, I, got, I, I have a couple ones yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Hi, Vince. Wait a minute. We got to do this. Back, we got to do this proper. You guys are rusty. You didn't have oh, a, no. All right, trombone. Rusty. You're rusty. I'm not yeah. rusty. Cleveland. David, remember back in the day when Vince talked about how he finally got a modern phone and that we'd be able to talk to him all the time during the day? Remember oh, that? Boy. Oh my God! It was like it, it was it was so long ago. It was I just it's fun for like the first few, for, for for the few weeks it actually. Is there a tack in my chair? What's going on? Oh, somebody's biting my ass. Hey everybody! Eleven o'clock <laughs> comics. What is this? Two ninety three. Yeah. Episode yeah. two hundred ninety three, and I'm Vince B. I'm back. You are back, and and I'm going to. We're someone else is supposed to say something, but he ain't here. No. So I am going to say I'm David Price. This is true. It's a shame that Jordan Peele couldn't be here tonight, uh, as planned. But but nevertheless, I am here. I'm Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> You're not Keegan Michael Key. You're Jason. Love him so much. Wooed everybody in the house. Where's Jacqueline at? I was hiding behind the preposition. Uh, <laughs> See, there's absolutely no chance of a segue. Uh, Say something else. else? I, I need material. I need a springboard. Uh, poop. And it won't be silent in your house when you hear about the deep damn discounts at our sponsor, Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge... What's the word? Wamba. <laughs> Thank you, Mermaid Man. Huge Wamba discounts at DCB Service. I, unfortunately, the new list is not up. Didn't the previews come out today? You would know better than me, brother. I think it did. Uh, other, any, anyway, the old ones have expired, and the new ones have yet to well, no, be. No, it hasn't expired yet. You can still place your order uh, until the end of the month. Well, that's because they don't mind late orders or late or order additions. No, at no, DCB no, no, no. It's the month end, dude. You're good. 
Right, but when they People take it off, to you can't. Thanksgiving Day after eating their turkey can still be first-time DCB service subscribers. Let me check this shit out. I want to. I want to make sure this is live, ladies and gentlemen. We are checking the DCB service right now to uh, see if we can still get in on this. Mic check one two one two. Microphone check. Make, make it, it mic check. Yep, you could still do it because <laughs> I I <laughs> see knew? I see the little pencil. So it's uh, still available. You can get all those discounts that I talked about before, such as, thank you, Evernote, from, ah. ver- from Vertigo. It's the uh, Federal Bureau of Physics Trade Volume 1, cover price $9.99, which is damn cheap to begin with. But at DCB Service, you can get it for 50% off, $4.99. It's the massive order for this month. Uh, mine was big as well. All that you manga. Really? Mine was not that big. The, those, those classic uh, manga volumes, uh, Moby Dick. I saw Moby Dick and I said, Jason has to order that. Got it. Ulysses, War of the Worlds, and Don Quixote. I ordered them all. Um, Valiant, uh, The Eternal Warrior Trade by Mr. Greg Pak, Trevor Harrison, Clayton Crane, and others. It's uh, $4.99. That's half off the cover price. And for Marvel, it ended today. Stuck the landing like I knew he would. All the naysayers can go pound sand. It's the Infinity hardcover. Now, this is a whopping multi... uh, Jeez, it's big. It it includes Infinity 1 to 6, New Avengers 7 to 12, Avengers 12 to 23, and Infinity Infinite comic. That's that Silver Surfer deal, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Cover price is 75 bucks. Your price $37.50. You can get the companion hardcover for... Uh, 50% off as well. That'll cost you forty nine fifty. Do the math. DCBService.com. If you're a first-time customer, enter the code David will tell you into the slot, and you will get an extra 8% off your order of the massively discounted order. David, what's that code? EOC8. EOC8. Extra 8%. Do not mind late orders or order additions. And you can get your previews freaking way below the four ninety nine cover price. And you get the Marvel thing for free. So do it. DCBService.com. They love you. That's why they're giving you these massive discounts. Patronize them. Yes. Right. Just not in a condescending way. No. Christina puts you right through a wall. Word. I know. So what do we got? We got thank yous, right? Yes. So many thank yous. I have a very um, ambiguous one, so I'll just get that out of the way first. I would like to thank Gordo for writing a wrong. In my life. Mm-hmm. There you go. Gordo came through for me, surprised me. Out of the blue, bing, here you go. And I thank you, Gordo, for being a good friend. There you go. Love it. Well, that's nebulous. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't want to get into specifics because the brother huh. helped me out. But see, I'm, 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 my feelings are a bit hurt because I feel like, I mean, I know you don't want to tell the internets and the, the millions of listeners. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'd like, I mean, I'm bummed that I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'll tell you off, off mic. Okay. It's not, it's, it's significant, but not hugely so. I mean, in an entertainment sense, it's significant. Oh, uh, okay. Maury yeah. said you're not the father? Ah, I'm the father of everyone. The, uh, jeez. I'm the all really, father. I, I, um, Mr. Steve Raker was kind enough. God to, love him. He, uh, he spent, he asked me if I had received this a couple of times and it hadn't come yet, but knowing, he only lives a couple hours away from me, so God forbid anything comes to me in a timely manner. You guys should uh, hang. I he sent me a print, 
a small size, uh, larger than a postcard print by, uh, Rogan Josh, Mod Hero, modhero.com. And it's a, uh, a, a Power Man and Iron Fist bump. And it is the coolest looking thing ever. And, and I'll, 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 um, post a link to the image on the, uh, in the episode thread when, when Vince ever decides to put the episode up. So, Mm -hmm. um, you mean an hour after we're done recording, it'll be up. So, so thank you very much, Steve. And I'll let someone else go next before I go to my big one. Because I'm pretty sure we might have a couple. We do have a couple. Yeah, I thought so. Hmm. I don't have a couple, so now I'm feeling left out. Go for it, bro. Well, okay, so for, uh, one thing, thank, one thank you that I think we all need to do is our boy paper cut. Because for the, what is it, sixth year in a row? It's something like that. Sixth year in a row, he has organized the uh, 11 o'clock comics community gift exchange. No. You said paper Dr. cut. Dr. T. I'm sorry. Hey, Jesus. Yeah, you can tell I've been drinking. Uh, apologies. Rewind. Special thank you to Dr. Teeth. Devin Woot. Yep, our boy from from up north uh, in the uh, land that that Neesman doesn't like to talk about. Uh, Yes, thank you to Dr. Teeth, our man Devin, for the sixth year in a row running the the 11 o'clock comics uh, gift exchange. He basically has, it was his idea from the start, and he comes back every year to do it. And I think this year we have, what, over 70 people involved that that will all exchange gifts with one another. And I'm always absolutely floored by when people start posting what they get from from other people. I mean, this isn't like a, oh, I'm going to send you a trade or a a (laughs) sketch card. I mean, people get like boxes, like, Mm -hmm. like dozens of, 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 of collections like from people like like original art yep. like all kinds of crazy stuff and it's it's just a real fun thing and i know it it's it's very much appreciated by everybody involved and uh, and devin deserves a shout out for sure and so. it's a conceptually rich association too because if you uh, recall dr teeth is the leader of the muppet band Yes. Yep. So there you go. He's the he's the leader of the band on on our EOC forums and getting everything together and dispersing those names and and givers and givees and it's just it, it makes good damn sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I got two other thank yous. Well, let you guys go because it sounds like you have a dozen each. No, I don't. No, have no, two. no. I think I I, I I have one that I think kind of matches with Vince's. So I'll let him get his others added away first. Okay. The son of a bitch Bob Gar sends me a box, and it was like those big. Uh, what's that chocolate that comes in the triangle shaped box? Blurone? Yeah, it looked like a gigantic one of those. Uh, still, and it's <laughs> I already have one, and inside it's two headed, so like it's multi use. Inside the box was an assortment of paper goods, including some bulletproof chicken stuff, an original drawing. That he did, um, probably in a bar because it's on the back of a, uh, wind, wind and sea wheat, wheat, um, Oh, coaster? Yeah, no, it's like a, it's like a, uh, not a, it's not big enough as a flyer, but it looks like a postcard side. And it's, it's a, a, uh, amalgamation of clay face and like a muck kind of dirt, mud, monster with skulls in it and everything it's a great drawing it's the best thing in the package and i'm going to cherish it because it came out of bob gar's hands um he gave me more bulletproof chicken copies of the oc weekly um one is a comic book themed uh comic themed issue with a 
hot chick in a Wonder Woman outfit on the front with tats all over her. And the other one, uh, cover was drawn by Mr. Jim Rugg. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a cover story about, um, people suing, b- um, belligerent cops because, uh, uh, when the DA deci- declines to prosecute bad cops, the only justice families can get is financial. <laughs> and that's what it is. And it's a Jim Rugg cover. He gave me a zine called Snake Bomb Comics 2 with the screen printed cover, which always shoots a uh, arrow straight through my heart. And there's another zine in here called Video Tonefa. This is pretty cool. He uh, got it at Crypticon 2013. And this guy just draws the cover art for, or redraws the cover art for classic VHS uh, <laughs> box art. It's really neat. And I think he does little reviews in there too mixed in with the with the cover art. But he'll just take like the cover for Gatorbait and just redraw it in, in his um, in his style. Who was the uh, actress in Gatorbait? Do you guys know? One of my all-time favorite uh, B-movie actresses. Uh, gone far before her time. Claudia Jennings. If you don't know who Claudia Jennings is, Google that shit right now. You want to see a fine-looking woman? Ooh. But anyway, uh, yes, and that appears to be it and a hand-written comic book backer with the Bulletproof Chicken on there. It's just great stuff, and Bob Gar always, always comes through. And out of the blue, I like I didn't even say, hey, send me something. No, he just decided to send me something. That's our boy Bob Gar. He's the best. No doubt. So there you go. Nice. What do you got, David? Well, I got one thing that I think you uh, you sent me a, a, a Twitter DM the other day yes, asking. I did. Yeah. So Thanks, is, that, dude. Is, is that your last thing? That's my last thing. Okay. Uh, well, Jason, don't don't feel left out because it's probably on the way if you didn't get it yet, uh, and it sounds like you didn't get it yet. So it is on the way. I know this because I worked with the artist. So uh, I want to give a huge Thanks. Or should should we wait until Jason and Chris gets there? No, I might have gotten it. What are you talking about? Go ahead and go with it. I'm talking about an original piece of art uh-huh. by Mr. Jason Gonzalez. Yes, sir. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I love it. He told me. He told me everybody should have it by Tuesday. Oh, so suck it, I'm, suck it I'm, I'm I'm so giddy. What'd you get, Jason? Well, yes, Mr. J, J. Gonzo of uh, of La Mano del El La. It's a lot, right? La Mano del La Destino. Mano, yeah. Uh, fame, uh, apparently hooked us all up. He sent me a absolutely ridiculously beautiful, uh, Deadpool, uh, commission. Uh, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's, uh, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. It's, it's a fully rendered, full backgrounds. It's just, it's like a, you know, multi hundred dollar commission at a con type of quality piece. So he, he finished yours the weekend of New York Comic Con because I had to show Vince. Oh, nice. Look at you. It, it, is gorgeous, bro. You bet. Look at you in the know. David's well, hooked up. He he posted this amazing image of Hunter Rose, and and I just I was I said it was drool inducing. I says, bro, that is that that is stunning. He's like, oh hey, cool. I'm glad you like it. Send me your address. So I'm like, dude, no. I and and he goes, no, no, no. I I, I got an idea. I need your help. Uh, I I want to hook you guys up with something. So I. I know what everybody got. I just, I, I, it, it's been one of the hardest secrets to keep. Mm. You know, but if I, we were smart, 
And and obviously we're not. We would have done this for Christmas. No, we would have scooped up all of the pages from uh, La Mano del Destino by now, because I'm 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 not saying this because we got stuff, but we've been praising this guy's work since the book came out. True. Dude. I mean, it's not. We should we should scoop up those original pages because he's going to blow up. I'm telling you. He posted a proposal he he sent to DC for Buana Beast. It is it it is awesome. I so wish they would have fucking scooped it up. No, they'd rather print like uh, you know, Birds of Prey or something. What did you give it? <laughs> Take a guess. Commandy, I, I did. I got. Oh, awesome. I I got a wicked pissed off Commandy. His his face is half in shadow, and he's crouched, and he's got a knife drawn, and behind him is Sultan of the Lion Rangers, and it's so great because it's not Caesar. Or Prince Tufton, or or it's it's Sultan. Uh, you almost never see Sultan in in commandy drawings because I mean nobody really knows unless you've read the whole thing. You don't know who Sultan is, right? You just if you Google commandy, maybe you'll get um, Prince Tufton and commandy, or you know what I mean, or Doctor Canis. But mm-hmm. Sultan, come on, and it's awesome. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to scan it. Put, yeah. it, put it on yeah, the forum. Yeah. Where where would we eventually put these on the forum? Where is it? I, I'm I'm going to put them on the forum located, uh, found. You can log in at uh, bullpenbulletinspodcast.com slash forum. Yes, and check out the new Drumheller banner, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Riley Rosmo. Mm-hmm. I, can't wait to, I, I, I can't wait to hear uh, Chris's reaction when he gets his. Hmm. Oh, okay. what, did, what did Chris get? He's not gonna listen. So what did he get? <laughs> it had to be. Uh, it had to be. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Queen of Country. Well, I don't know if it had to be. No, no, it isn't. That 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 was that was one thing I threw out to Jason. But I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys after. No, you <laughs> love to keep. You, you're you're anti, so anti spoiler. You won't even. Broach. I know it's true. Ah, oh well. Hey, what are we drinking? Oh, does anyone else have any thank yous? Yeah, I have one more. Nice. What have, you got? I have one more. Uh, and this is a, this is actually, you, you know what's, there's very few things in life better than getting artwork arriving at your doorstep. You know what's better than that? Uh, naked lady at the door? Mm. Yeah, that is pretty good. No, getting two Not- beautiful pieces of artwork oh, on the same snap. day. Look at you. So the <laughs> same day, like, I come home, and my wife, as she's very used to, because I order shit from, like, Amazon and places all the time, she's like, oh, you got some packages up front. She's like, I think they're artwork, though. And I'm like, she said that plural. Mm. So I ran up, saw, and sure enough, first one opened up, the Jay Gonzo Deadpool piece, gorgeous, unbelievable. Next one I open up, the much-anticipated, long-awaited arrival of none other than our boy, Jim Ruggs, ridiculously wonderful... Aphrodisiac versus Moby Dick. Oh boy! <laughs> now, for those that are new to the show, Jim is a friend of ours, a fantastic artist. A few years ago, he came out with a book called Aphrodisiac, which to this day is still one of my favorite comic works of all time. Um, we helped him move some copies. We have a good simpatico there. Um, I guess about maybe eight, ten months ago. I don't even know how it came up, but Jim was on Twitter and chatting with people, myself included, and uh, I don't know how it came up, but I said something to him like, you know what would be awesome? If you did Moby Dick versus Aphrodisiac. And I said that because, number one, Jim is very fond of doing um, crossover pieces with Aphrodisiac, which is his character. 
And two, I said it because I am not only an immense aphrodisiac fan, but Moby Dick is one of my favorite novels of all time. So, you know, I just threw it out there kind of joking, and he was like, that is a phenomenal idea. So, like, two weeks later, he emails me a picture, and he went ahead and did this commission. The thing about it, though, is that it's not just Moby Dick versus aphrodisiac. It is immense. I mean, I don't even know the dimensions of this thing. I have to measure it. But it's it's roughly equivalent just by eyeballing it of about three to three and a half comic book art pages. Wow. Like, it's the size of – I um, I took a picture today, and I'll post it on, on the forums of – the piece with a trade paperback sitting next to it so you could see just how massive this piece is. But it's like, like I said, like three to four times the size of a normal comic book art page. And, uh, and so he made the page and then after he did it, I was like, dude, I can't believe you actually went ahead and made this piece. I need to have it. And then he said, no, cool. But you know, I actually made it because I'm doing a gallery show in a couple months and I'm, you know, I'm doing pieces. So I'm going to keep it for now. But, you know, you were the inspiration for the piece, so if and when I'm ready to, to sell it, it's yours. And long story long, um, we agreed on it, and his gallery show went off really well, and the show's over now, and so he sent me the piece. And uh, I cannot wait to get it framed. It's going to be a monster to frame, though, because it's going to be like a piece of glass, like roughly equivalent to a car windshield. It's not a triptych, right? It's on one piece of... Of one piece, dude. Wow. It's one piece. I don't even know how you got a piece of paper this big. Damn. So must pulled it out of like a potter or something. That's crazy. What's that? Must have pulled it like out of a uh, one of those big ass design jet plotters or something, just a ream of paper that he just cut. It's a ream. I said ream. You said ream. Harry ream. I have I I have one more which we can kinda get into, but we can do the drink roll call first. Sure. Well, I'll go first because it's a holiday. <laughs> you got the festive Pepsi. Man? I am no, I'm I'm very festive. Uh, Thanksgiving is one of the holidays that don't suck. It is my favorite holiday. Yeah, well, it's, it's my second. Thanksgiving and and Halloween are the only two holidays I give a damn about. Um, so much so I hide them behind prepositions. Uh, I am drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Get you! Oh, it's not October. I'm so freaking proud of you. Not one, but two. <sighs> Nice. And Jason, I got a piece of resin in the mail today. I got bid again. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm on the boards checking out the sales all the time. Oh, now. no. I got to back up. Yeah. Oh, no. You're back on it. Yep. Eyeing Does up that mean a beam. Stop reading Marvel? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> With the, the, the end of Infinity being so uh, good? No. I'm not. No, it's just going to get better now. I knew he'd pull through. Come on. Duh. Yeah. But I yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. Um, I, I, I sent you guys, um, an image of, um, what Chris got. Yeah, I had to cancel that because I don't want to mess cool. up that's the cool. recording. I'll, I'll, I'll get it later. Down. I saw yeah. you sent it, but I can't figure out where on Mar I can, where I can access it. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> Windows users, I'll tell you. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Never <laughs> mind. I got it. I got it. Cool. Um, what are you drinking, David? Uh, I can't wait to finish this because I'm really not all that thrilled by it. It's, uh, equal oh. parts. Um, Rittenhouse Rye and Johnny Walker Red with a splash of ginger ale. Wow, what is that called? Uh, is there a name for that? It's the fuck I had in my cabinet. I don't. I I'm out of the. No, um, I mean like a wall banger or no, something there, like there. It's, it's two of the three ingredients I had when I had the, uh, the the whiskey mashup before, which was the Jack Daniels. But I finished uh, Jack Daniels. Renee gave me the rest of the Jack Daniels one night in um, in some tea when I was feeling a little under the weather. So. I 
did the best. I because I knew Jason started early when when he got home, so I was like, well, let me catch up because all I had was some I had some wine with dinner. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me let me see what I have that I can you know sip on during the show. So what's in there again? It's it's Rittenhouse Rye, Rye whiskey, Rye whiskey, Johnny Walker Red, the red label of what we sipped on at uh, Jason's house. So it's it's blended Scotch. And, and a splash of uh, Schweppes ginger ale. Hmm. So, so it's rye. It's not, it's not bad. It, it's, it's rye. Just, it's you're red. Not loving it though. I'm not loving it. Rye, red, and gold. So what you gonna hook up with when you're what? done with that? Why don't we call I... it a Hyperion? <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Good. All right. Yeah. Infinity time. Um, I uh, I brought the bottle of uh, Heat Knob Creek with me upstairs, so I'll throw some of that in here when I finish this. Okay. Respect it. I am drinking uh, a wine that I've talked about before. It's pretty much, I think, our favorite. I mean, it's definitely the wine we drink the most. And it's an Ar- Argentinian table wine uh, called Close de los Siete, which we buy by the case. So that's why it... it uh, you need to text me that, that name so I can look for it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, it's, uh, it is great. It, uh, it's just very smooth. It's just, you know, it's a very classic table wine. It's a mix, you know, of a, of a bunch of different varietals all together. Um, and, uh, it's uh, it's relatively inexpensive and uh, hits the spot. So yeah, for sure, I'm hitting that up. Nice. They so know. happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah. I assume anybody listening to this, it'll either be Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving weekend. So they'll be in a turkey coma when they listen to this. The L trip to fan will be hitting them hard. Belts all open on a college. Happy Hanukkah to my brethren. This is the first night. That's yeah, right. to all my my Jewish peeps. Was the the people at work. I'm a work peeps and David. Yes, and David. Yes, David. <laughs> and you all have the same thing in common, which is that you eat, all eat pork and you're pretty much damn skippy. secular. None of you are actually practicing Jews, but that's cool. Did I'm I pra- did, did I send you the um the video clip of of the comedian Lewis Katz talking about being a yes? Um, okay. Oh yeah, because you said you showed it to your boss, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're so, right. By, yeah. by the way, I know we uh we we don't have Chris tonight. We're gonna probably I assume we have lots to talk about. Vince hasn't been on in two weeks, so he's probably champing at the bit. But um, I brought back EOC live tweet for the week. Nice. Because you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Why are you laughing? No. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. You were being insincere. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> on, dude. You know, it wasn't long ago that you were all about the EOC. I, I'm so about them. Anyway, in in all seriousness, I uh, I do love Thanksgiving, and I do think it's great to take a moment and reflect as we get older about the things that we have to be grateful for. And so that is the theme of the live tweet. We have had an absolute deluge of responses. I, wow, I asked everybody when did you start tonight this? to tell us? I love Ron's. <laughs> what in what in comics they are thankful for. Huh. And so over the course of the episode I will shout out them. We 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 probably are up to almost a hundred at this point, so I'll just I'll shout a couple out every <laughs> That's amazing. For real. A hundred. Yeah. 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 Nice job, yeah, there, Jake. There's a bunch. Yep. In fact a couple of people I've called out by name to, to give us theirs and they've already they said they've already responded. I just need to look through the stream, so uh yeah, so um I will um I got. I'll start with 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 uh, Hassan because he he uh, uh, Hassan. Do we say is it Hassan or Hassan? I would say Hassan. Hassan. It's Hassan. Yeah, oh, it's Hassan. See, I got it wrong yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. So because so, he was the first one answering, he said it was Hassan. So right, he said he's thankful for us, which is very flattering, uh, and other podcasters that take the time to do a weekly podcast, uh, and that we all add a lot of enjoyment to the hobby. Um, Uncle Corm 
is thankful for uh, all the choices that we have these days, from digital to artist editions, from Kickstarter to movies. He said it's a real creative renaissance. <laughs> Ron, our poor boy Ron Richards, Mr. Image Extraordinaire these days, says he's thankful for Vince. <laughs> That's I love that. That's, That's awesome. That's funny. Uh, Chris Campbell, uh, are another one of our good buddies and, and, uh, uh, con roommates and recent guest of the show, uh, said that he, uh, more than anything is, uh, in fandom, um, is thankful for buddies to share his passion with. It's true. Uh, Scotty, our, our, uh, Scotty Young, uh, artist extraordinaire and friend, is, uh, thankful for Sergio Aragones, which not only do I concur with, but I think he probably is calling him out because, Sergio's wife is sadly um, dealing with some significant medical issues, and there is um, there is a uh, a group of people that have started a fundraising campaign to help Sergio pay for the you know multi six figure medical bills that have cropped up that his insurance hadn't covered, and uh, they're doing an art donation auction where like artists are being asked to donate pieces, kind of like you know they do with heroes and stuff. And then they're also setting up a PayPal for people that want to contribute. So I will look up those information so that people know where to go. But that's definitely a worthwhile cause for sure. For real. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'll, I'll, I'll throw more out as we go on. I don't want to do them all, you know, deluge everybody at once. But uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk comics. Vince, you should lead us off since you weren't here last week. Wow. Um. Okay. I would like to talk about something that David and I had read. Um. In the interim, but I want to do a thankful comic tweet that's not a tweet, but it's giving thanks uh, all the same. I w- I'm very thankful for Will Pfeiffer. Nice. Yeah. And you know why? Because um, it's good to have someone who shares uh, my appreciation of horror zines and uh, crappy movies and like the grindhouse stuff and exploitation films and I gotta be honest, I didn't read a whole hell of a lot uh, these past two weeks because my nose has been stuck in this massive book called Xerox Ferox that is a uh, history of um, horror zines. It's got Steve Bissett in it and, and, uh, the Gore Gazettes in there and Psychotronic movies and Michael Will. And it's just, it's a great book. But Will Pfeiffer is one of the only people I can know that I can tweet and say, did you read this part? And he'd be like, yeah, I'm over here. I'm on this part. Did you read that? This is so cool. And I remember this guy. Do you remember about this movie? And I just, I'm very thankful for the ability to have a person in my life like Will Pfeiffer that I could just talk to about this stuff. So thank you, Will, for being there. Awesome. Yeah. But I want to talk about Spider-Man. Specifically, the Superior Spider-Man. Specifically. Specifically, the annual. annual, Because David and I read it, and I think we have different takes on it, but that's okay. Because it would be boring if we all... Well, no, I mean, I didn't didn't hate it. Right. Let's just set it up. It was written by Christos Gage. Yes. Who is not Dan Slott, in case you didn't know. Um, it's penciled and colored by Javier Rodriguez, inks by Alvaro Lopez, Chris Eliopoulos did the letters, and the cover was done by J.G. Jones and Laura Martin, who looks here a bit like Richard Eisenhoff, but that may be because of uh, Jones's pencils and washes. But it's a great cover, nonetheless. I, 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 that was the first thing I noted. Well, obviously it's the cover, but I, I had to go back and look at the cover. Yeah, because she has that creamy 
kind of uh, color te- 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 technique that looks like Isenov. It's like it's creamy. That's the word I would apply to Isenov. He has creamy okay. colors, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. But it was I haven't. I don't remember it was, it was pre-final crisis. But I, I don't remember the last time I enjoyed a, a JG Jones image Ooh. like I did this annual. It's a nice cover. I yeah yeah. I'm, I, it's not it's not mind blowing. It's just the first thing in a while I've seen from Jones that I really like. Yeah, very dynamic. It, even though it's a captured moment in time, it's dynamic. Right, nonetheless. Right. Uh, so, uh, in keeping with the theme of the Bountiful Harvest. We are uh, subject to not one but two blackouts this month in in the Spy- Superior Spider-Man universe. The first being the lightning bolt-headed loser uh, is appearing in team-up uh, number six, I think. And in the annual, which we will talk about, we have the thorn in the side of Mr. Danny Ketch, uh, a.k.a. the 90s Ghost Rider, the not-vampire, half-demon blackout. Mm. Who hey. who is a very annoying character to begin with, yeah. but uh, gets his due, his just desserts in this issue. Uh, Won't be eating desserts for a while. We, yeah, he's fallen on some hard times. Blackout. <laughs> the the thing with the hood didn't work out, um, and he made uh, a, a number of of bad career choices over the past couple of years, and he desperately needs a reputation boost. So how, how do you do that? Well, you take a bite out of the big dog. And in this case, the big dog would be Spider-Man. Uh, so he kind of wants to hedge his bets a little bit, stack the deck in his favor by removing all these newfangled gadgets Spider-Man seems to be using lately, and we all know where the gadgets come from. Uh, Peter Parker, right? So he, he concocts the uh, a plan of kidnapping Aunt May to get Peter... To screw up Spider-Man's gadgets, and that's where I kind of that, that's almost where I just tuned out because Why? Of, I think that's of all fun. of all the reasons to want to fight Spider-Man, you want it to be an unfair advantage because his lackey sabotaged his homeboy's equipment. I, like you, can't, <laughs> you can't, it's like I, I could probably fight him fair, you know, one on one, but I need you to fuck up his shit so I can really give it to him. And it's like, dude, and that's what you kidnapped. Aunt May four. I'm like, I just. But doesn't that fit in with the whole theme? Because which just which just makes me realize how whack blackout is. Well, no, I don't think it's blackout that's whack in this instance. I think no, Peter. Gage. No, I, well, I think it's Peter Parker that's whack because Otto says specifically. He, he says he says he specifically says what kind of a moron wears a mask yep. and fights crime and then exactly. then associates himself as Spider-Man's minion. Exactly. But, you know, it's just stupid. And, and Otto is reacting against it. And I think that that kind of fits in with the whole theme of the issue. I, I thought it was kind of fun. But, but anyway. Who's taking over Superior now that uh, Steggy's moving to Wolverine? I don't know if they've made an announcement. Oh, okay. Yeah, how about that? Where can you go? How far higher, much higher can you go from Spider-Man? Eh, Wolverine. Yeah, that works for me. Um, but so uh, Blackout kidnaps Aunt May and uh, says to Peter, you know what, you're going to do this or I'm killing the old broad. And believe me, I'll do it. And so Otto consults with uh, Danny Ketch and he gets the lowdown on, on, uh, on Blackout. And Danny says, you, you know what, 
there's two things about blackout you got to know number one he will do what he says he'll, he'll do he'll kill as soon as uh in a, he'll kill in a heartbeat he, like what did he say um the the way you and i choose our the size of our coffees that blackout will will, yeah. will come to a decision to kill that quickly or that carelessly or without concern anyway and number two he said if you're going to fight blackout you're going to have to kill him and Otto's like, yes, that's that's what I'm going to do. And see, that's why I love Otto so much, because we've been wrestling with this for, for decades in comics, how the, the hero never goes the distance, even though the Joker has killed many, many, many people and made Bruce Wayne's life a living hell, he won't kill him, because he has, that, is, he has that line he won't cross. Th- this actually plays into a conversation Renee and I have had over the past couple of days, so that's interesting. Go for it. And Otto will cross the line. Will gladly. Cro- he's done it. He has killed in the past, and and he's getting a reputation. Yeah, there's a a bit of foreshadowing at the end of the issue. A minion is talking to a big bad, and he says, "You know what? The spider means business." <laughs> I mean, he's he is his family's off limits. He's he's doing stuff and he's making people very afraid. And I think we should reconsider, you know, going after him. But that we'll get to that later. So, um, you know how it ends. Uh, Otto gets the jump on um, uh, blackout through a cleverly uh, conceived um, trap, so to speak, and. Uh, what he does to Blackout was very surprising. Now, we know Blackout isn't a traditional vampire, but he has those, I they're not cybernetic, but they're, they're, they're scientifically enhanced fangs and right. claws. They're made from keratin. They are. Keratin. Uh, so <laughs> it's really cool. Otto, in, in his desire to study Blackout, defangs him. With a pair of pliers, <laughs> he pulls out awesome. all his, his freaking teeth, uh-huh. and uh, so blackout bef- pre dental surgery, blackout. He's all in Otto's face. Oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get everybody you love. I'm gonna get everybody you wanna love. And he's ap- a southern accent. He does. And a- after that, <laughs> blood all of a sudden. <laughs> Post surgery, blackout is like a puppy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. And I'll leave the, the country. I gotta hand it to Rodriguez. The one panel where blackout is like basically crying. He's he's got his head back, and we can see into his mouth, and there's just holes where his teeth were. He's got all blood all over his face. And he's it's just like crying like a little baby. And and Otto, uh, he you could it was uh, a bit of um, a Capullo moment because. The blackout shattered Spider-Man's, uh, eye bubbles. So you could see Peter's eyes. And, uh, Rodriguez uses that to great effect because they are emotionless. Peter's eyes are just stone cold. I will do this. And he does. He takes it the distance and he has, um, solar lamps and proceeds to fry the shit out of blackout with Aunt May, uh, watching in the background. Yeah. yeah who then hobbles away, but, but, um, he doesn't. He doesn't eliminate Blackout. Mm-mm. Blackout has to live to let everybody know, Right, do not fuck with the Parkers. You need somebody to tell the story. So Otto uses Blackout as a uh, a uh, viral uh, dispersal unit, and uh, he tells the tale. And now uh, it's hands off Parker and Spider-Man and everybody associated with them. The, the, the criminal underworld are in fear of, of Spider-Man now, and... I'll tell you, I said this to David many times, but this issue just kind of reinforced my opinion. They could keep Peter away for 
another decade, and I would not mind if the stories are this good. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying it to Andrew Shaw. Anybody who knows my affection for the character, and and I am, I have no problems with Otto being in possession of of Peter's body and mind. I I don't. I'm in no rush. For, I want I want the story to take its natural course. I'm in right. no rush to have Peter back. I, I and and Steve even you know he he replied in in the Marvel Noise thread where you know yeah I'm sympathizing with with Otto Octavius. It's it's you know there aren't many moments in Otto's life where you know I was like oh I mean the Fantastic Four issue with 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 the birth is one, mm-hmm. but there really hasn't been anything since, especially with the suit during the Larson era. I I just wasn't feeling yeah. that and the whole the whole. Um, on the brink of death, emaciated kind right. of ghost, Otto. That was very unpleasant. But but this is just it's and and I, when I was explaining to Renee the annual, the story in the annual, and and how you and I um, enjoyed certain parts of it more than than the other. Um, her, her her reply was basically, so it took someone else to take possession of Peter's body for him to finally grow a set. That's not funny. That is true. That's not. This is why I love your wife so much. No, no, I love I love Peter Parker. If me was legal, I would have her divorced. Come on, man! Don't be shitting on Peter. Peter Peter does the right thing, but that's Peter. He does the right. But this is this is what this is this is why I'm 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 so enjoying the slots Spider Man right now. Is that here's and and unfortunately Vince isn't up to date with the last two issues but but peter is going for he wants to be dr peter parker and he's done with horizon because of what happened during the 2099 crossover um so he's done with horizon and and he's moving on and and he's going into business for himself and he needs to be dr peter parker for this to happen he's so intelligent i mean otto is like you know what has this kid been doing where he is not a doctor at this point. Yeah. So he's he, he's making this happen. <laughs> what has he been doing? He's been selling comics for a a, mo- a huge megalo corporation and he can't really change. So yeah, no. <laughs> But he he uh so so he, these two issues are are about him um presenting his thesis and 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 really his his uh his his professor isn't really willing to make that happen. Uh at least very easily. So, um, there are just moments where you, you see through Peter, you see Otto who it, it just, it, it kind of, it, I don't want to say it bums me out, but here's, you have, you're, you've taken over the boy's body. You, you are everything you're doing. You, Otto are doing, but now you have to do it with Peter's face under Peter's name. So anything that you create, you really can't be credited for it and 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 little things like that when you kind of think about it 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 i don't yeah like i said it, it it's it's one of those times where it's like you you kind of feel like you really won't feel bad about whatever the yeah. joker may do but but with Otto, yeah you kind of like and yeah I, i'm i'm i sympathize i think they've uh especially slot has fleshed out Otto's character amazingly well in in these what twenty two issues of Superior what twenty two or twenty three around there. Um, There'll be, be twenty two coming. Up. Because what does it say about a man who can, at the drop of a hat, 
tap one of the most beautiful women on the planet as as far as the Marvel Universe goes. And I'm talking about Mary Jane. He mm-hmm. he he could be up in that in a second and yet she intimidates him to, up the, in those giblets, to the point where he decides to go with the mousy intelligent um, what's her name? I don't know how mousy she is, Anna Maria. Anna Maria. She's kind of, come on, she's short. She's kind of mousy. She, <laughs> you know what I mean? She, what, she's not she, the, she's not the universal, um, no, but that's the picture of, of the supermodel is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. You know, she's not flashy. She's not, she's not an Amazon. She's not a goddess. Well, she's she's not, just she's, an every woman. I mean, regardless of her size, she's not a shrinking violet. She speaks her mind. She doesn't let Otto Peter walk over her. But I mean, she's, she's not a stunner. Is what I'm, no, is what no, I'm saying. Which, which just shows you that, that Otto is more into, he, it, it's, it's mind over anything else. Right, but he also has to have the upper hand, right? And he would not have it with Mary Jane. Right. So he, he, he goes with the, you know, what he feels is the better choice. And I, that says a lot about the character. And it's just so simple, you know, that he would just, cause I mean, if I was in Peter's body, dude, I'd, I'd be, oh, it, it would be, I, there'd be no time to fight crime. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Black Dropping, Cat, Mary Jane, I'd be hitting, I'd, Kitty Pride doesn't matter. I'd be doing yeah. everybody. But uh, so no, and and what another thing I'm very grateful for is that the one more day didn't seem to erase everything in the in the Spider-Man universe because there's a, a couple panels in this issue that reference um, with this Ring I the Web area era um, Amazing Spider-Man that that's canon that happened. You know that stuff wasn't changed by One More Day, which is really cool. That they kept that because mm-hmm. that's still a part of this character. They need to keep that for this, I think, to work because he's got to he's got to repent to a certain extent for being a dick because he wasn't exactly nice to Aunt May back then. He he oh, kind of bam- yeah. he well, bamboozled her to get something he wanted. Right. That's. I mean, I, there's. I don't. I'm a little confused because there's no reason why what Otto did would have been. Well, a lot of things in the Spider Universe changed with that. No, all that all all that changed was that they didn't get married. They lived together. They were engaged. They they didn't get married. Everything else still happened before and after that. They right. Just they they just but but with Otto and and that's and that's one thing I really appreciated with this with this annual is that it, I I think you and I were two people who thought that you know this is going to get a little freaky, a little creepy because here's Otto in Peter's body. He married, wanted to marry Aunt May, and yeah. and and you know, so it's like you know, is, is this going to get a little creepy? And and I'm glad that early on in the issue, Otto was basically, you know, I, she's a sweet woman, and I I think he loves her. I was well, of course he does, but not 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 to the not to the extent where he realizes you know, I'm banger, but he loves right her. exactly. Yeah. So it, it it's I, I I'm glad they referenced that, and I mean it it. it Took over a year, but it's not, it's not something that was also eating away at a lot of people's minds, but it was just, it was referenced and they moved on from it and I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I guess I should just say that I'm glad that stuff is still in, in continuity. Absolutely. Right. Because it's necessary. Yeah. And, um, I gotta say, Rodriguez, again, uh, there's a point in the issue where Otto considers talking to Stephen Strange. And, and then he, he's like, nah, you know what? That's a bad idea because he, he's so in tune with the, the hoodoo stuff that he may 
discern that I'm not Peter Parker in this body. And the panel is amazing. It is, yeah. There, it's it's strange doing the old rock and roll floating above a a, a, a tome, and there's all these entities around them. And it's just a great. It's a very Ditko-esque panel. It's Ditko-esque. It's got a little bit of the Martine from uh, the Oath miniseries. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. a beautiful image. Yeah, it's I'd, a great panel. I'd love to own that page. Tell you what, for real. Yeah, yeah. Because and then it has um, Spider or uh, Otto. Swinging over the uh, window of the Sanctum san- Sanctorum. Well, I, I, that's just so nice. Yeah. Which may or may not be my next tattoo. And, wow. And wow. Otto despises the supernatural. No no surprise there. Nice. So, no, this is such a great... I love this issue. I read it like two, two and a half times. I, I think it's, it's, it's so far, I think this issue, not to say anything about Dan Slott, who built the foundation to begin with, but I, I think Gage nailed it. It's just a fantastic issue all around. Yeah, it's, it's probably, it's, it's probably my favorite non-slot written superior Spider-Man issue. There you nice. go. And I mean, and there have been a few because I think, um, I think Spencer's writing the Superior Spider-Man villains book team up with, uh, but yeah, no, I, I am, um, and I don't. Superior foes of Spider-Man. That's it, yeah. yeah. And then there's, um, and I, I'm not up to date on Avenging Spider-Man, so I'm not real. I don't, if Zeb Wells is writing that, I'm not, I'm not current, so. I think the Spider titles, there's like a quiet, uh, a very quiet blizzard of, of titles coming out because you Which got, you have three series concurrently well not series but you have three books out there concurrently now you have an annual it's like they're they're not to the level of the x-men yet but it's nice that you know they're they're branching out with this stuff and and it's been it it it's been going on 22 issues uh various spinoffs and and i i still see people because because slot retweets them but i still see people blaming slot for ruining their favorite character. Oh. You've destroyed my favorite superhero. You shouldn't be writing Spider-Man, and it's like, and and it's still. It, now it, he knows how JMS felt. <laughs> but it's just, but I'm like, and 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 this one dude was was trying to dream him a new one the other day, and and Slot basically his reply was like, you know, oh, because Slot was thinking about things to be thankful for, no matter what's going on in his life, he's writing. Um, Spider-Man and Silver Surfer, and that's all there is to it. And this one dude wrote back to him about how he's ruining Spider-Man, and Slot was basically, it, it's actually Spider-Man with a hyphen. And, uh-huh. and I was just, uh, so there we go. Did you fist pump? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, no, he, he's, he's, uh, no, what, what Vince said, it's, it really is, it's, it's a pretty keen issue. Love I, it. uh, I enjoyed it a lot. So what do you think? They're gonna let it go to 800? Oh, Be- that's a lot. What? It's only 75 more issues. Dude, only. That's fucking another six years. All right, should they go to seven fifty? Well, I I don't even. It's it's one of those things where I don't I don't want to contemplate it. No, it's I don't just, either. But I mean, I, you like, know, it's going to happen on a on an anniversary. Happen, yeah, but it, it's you know, and it's. It, I, I think I would really like it if if he became a a loner again because the more he hangs out around the Avengers, someone's going to pick up on it, and and he just he needs to be in his own little world, and and um. You know, if I don't see him stealing Sam or Roberto sandwiches at 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 Avengers Tower anytime soon again, uh, I'll be happy. I just i i don't i it, i don't well, I definitely when because I don't know I, I don't want to I don't want to contemplate anything about how right, I don't want to know right. if he's going to stub his toe. And well, you know how they're going to do it. I do. Yeah, the robot. Parker's in the robot. I, I guarantee it. I get that that why would Slot introduce that funky old busted up ratchet of a robot for no reason? It didn't play a part in 
well, too much of a part in any of the stories in which it appeared. Parker's in that robot. I'm telling you. Yep, that's that's my my. It, uh, it could be because we, had, shot. we haven't we we. It it took a hundred issues before the slot showed his hand and and how Peter put on Doc Ock's helmet and and. And that's that's how he got Peter through technology. That's, that's, so Peter's hiding in technology. That, it's going to be a nice little bookend. Exactly. That, yeah. that started with six hundred, and then it happened again in Spider Island, and then, um, and then it finally went into effect with, with issue seven hundred. But yeah, so it it could definitely be a slow burn. I could see that. Uh, I just whatever the case, I just keep I keep I hope it keeps going on for for a long time because I'm just loving this, and it's so nice that David and I can agree on a Spider book. Because we don't always see eye to eye as far as Spider Man's concerned. His wife, she's just playing crazy. I don't talk <laughs> Spider Man. My with girl did. Well, now I got I, I got something to um, uh, Jason and I can maybe talk about this for a hot minute because I don't I don't think Vince saw it yet. What's that? Well, today, and this is my other thank you. I, I want to thank uh, Felipe Flippadippa for um, sending me the uh, the UV code for. Uh, Man of Steel. So I hooked up the uh, the MacBook via HDMI to the TV, and thanks to Flickster, we watched Man of Steel today. And uh, and I uh, I didn't hate it. It's I'll say that I I I liked it more than Superman Returns. Wow. And that's not exactly and that's not exactly a high bar. To I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I would agree it's, with that too, but that's not exactly. I mean, you know, it's not it, that that may not be as as Mario said. That's not a glowing review, but it's not like you know. Either one was a glowing movie. It, it, I, hmm. Renee was basically. If you watch the honest trailer, it, it, uh, it pretty much echoed what Renee was saying while we were watching the movie. And uh, there are there are things that I really liked. Um, there are things that uh, I mean the 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 amount of damage was just fucking immeasurable. I couldn't. I I, I can't. I still yeah, just exactly. I mean the the shit that they did, not just the Smallville, but I mean especially Metropolis is just it's well, it should it's be right. Astound- You're dealing with characters. Oh, it's, this is uh, dude. Think about how much damage the Avengers did to New York City, and th- with with all of them and and a slew of of non Cree coming through the, that worm. It, Superman and a few Kryptonians did hell of a lot more damage to Metropolis. Um, well, it was, and I, I thought I, I really liked Russell Crowe. I thought I, I, I dug his Jor-El. Um, I, there were a lot of things there where I was like, yeah, that, that, that was a pretty cool moment, but I, I'm so used to different at this point, especially with New 52 and all the Elseworlds book and, and the Silver Age Superman and John Burns reboot. There have been so many different tweaks to Superman that I didn't walk away from this movie going, that's not Superman. I, it was just, it, to me, it was just another Superman. I didn't think that it wasn't Superman. I think I'm going to have um, a slight problem with it, like I have the uh, the recent Batman movies, in that I really enjoy them, and I may enjoy this Man of Steel, but I got to couch any kind of appreciation I, I might have for it in the fact that I think the costume is ridiculous. You know, it's funny. Renee and, actually enjoyed the costume and, if it didn't have the cape. But seeing the costume, I mean, we were in New York City this weekend and they have a gigantic um, 
ad for the the film um like the with the the gigantic uh monitors on the side of the buildings and you can see every little twist and turn in the in the fab well fabric in the in the plastic of the costume uh-huh. I, I think it looks ridiculous it's just i don't understand why they have to do that they did it to the spider suit they did it to the, it's just stupid like he's wearing a costume of red and blue why can't it just be a costume of red and blue <laughs> you wouldn't think it's red and blue in the movie uh is it that dark it is it's yeah even renee was like she, it, it is just gray it's it's a dark movie it's it's shot dark it. it's i mean it's it's a zach snyder special it it looks dark it's it it can be dreary but yeah. it, it's it's just ironic that every chance he gets whether it's jor-el or Cal reminding everybody that that S stands for hope, and there's not a whole lot of hope in this movie. Right. Uh, Just like uh, The Dark Knight. I mean, I think it's a near-perfect movie, but the Cookie Monster voice is is the one thing that really kills me. And that, I think the Superman suit in this is is the Cookie Monster voice from the Batman film. It's there's just that one thing that grates on you. I I, I cannot appreciate anything about that costume. I just don't like it. Um, above the neck, he looks great. As yeah, I mean, he's, he's not. It, it, it's not Christopher Reeve, so he's not. It, he, I like his Superman more than Brandon Routh's, and yeah. and and. But I and I don't. I don't know if I. He's more. I think he looks the part more than Dean Cain did. Although I, I Dean Cain's a good-looking dude, though. I mean, he he looks like Superman. Did we get cut off? No, you still there? I don't remember the last time I enjoyed a Lois Lane in in any version. <laughs> Although Ian reminded me about um, what was that, that movie that uh, she was in? Uh, clear surface, smooth surface, or whatever, where she was getting it from behind. Every time I saw Lois in the the Lois and Clark, I was like, "That's that woman. She loved it from behind, man." <laughs> she, um, I, I just, I. There were things where, and then there were little, you know, there were, uh, we, we, we see Emil Hamilton. I was like, hey, that's cool. I know him. But, um. Jason, you're awful quiet. I, I mean, I'm waiting for something. That, I mean, I don't know what else you guys are talking about. Stuff I either haven't read or don't have much of a, I mean, I, I talked about Men of Steel when it came out. I don't have much more to say about it. Wow. I didn't. No, I'm saying, what do you, I no, don't I'm know. Just, I, mean, I just want to hear you interject. Just say what, something. Cause I love you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, right. I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying your guys' chats. All right. See, good. I, I gotta say though, David, it looks the most John Byrne out of all the Superman movies. Especially the Krypton stuff. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go in with an open mind. I'll, I'll watch it. What the heck? It's not gonna kill me. Yeah, um, I really didn't mind, uh, I didn't mind a lot of the, the changes. The, the only thing I really took issue with was the lack of joy in the movie. Um, mm. like there's just no. Yeah. Really that dark. Yeah, there, there, there's yeah. just no like like to me, and, and I don't profess to be any kind of massive Superman fan. Um, you know, you could, I mean, I've probably read, you know, fifty Superman comics in my life, so it's not like you know I'm definitely not one of those guys. But, but it just seems to me that like Superman is the antithesis of Batman, right? Like he's the yin yeah. to the yang. He's he's you know an ideologue, and he's you know he's he's like a he's, he's a, a god. Who, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a god who who never once thinks to abuse his godlike powers because. He's such a fan of humanity and and what it's brought to his life and 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 the good of 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 you know the potential good in everybody that 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 the movie just doesn't capture any of that. Right. It's just um and again like David said I I watched it and 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 I thought you know this is 
like all in all, I thought it was interesting. Like if if it wasn't called Superman, if it was just a movie about some other superhero, I think I would have like actually maybe really enjoyed the movie. But because it is Clark Kent and it is it is Kal-El, like it, it, that, I was kind of left kind of comparing what I think Superman should be with what they portray in this movie. And I don't even know if that's fair, but that is it's hard to avoid that, right? When you have a character oh, sure. that's so right. iconic. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the big issue, and I, I don't know if this is spoilers, I, I, if it is spoiler alert, but you know, that he kills. I didn't really have a problem with that. Like, like I, I, it's, it's right when he's first becoming a hero. And, and there's a reason for it. It's not yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a reason for it. And it's very clear, I think, by the way that they film the scenes, that he immediately regrets it. And, and, and you could argue that that is what cements him deciding for the rest of his life as a hero that he's not going to do that. And he did that in Burns Run. Exactly. And, and yeah. Yeah. Went on space walkabout. So it's it's not it's not uncharted territory. And it was he hooked and, up with and, Maxima. And he, <laughs> and, but yes, he, he absolutely regretted it and, and it was it was one of those times where it's it's either let this family die because Zod just won't stop. Or stop Zod, and and that's yeah. Right. So I mean, I but yeah, I get I, I get where people are like, listen, you know, Superman shouldn't kill or wouldn't kill, or yeah, well, you know, what Superman used to only beat up landlords, so it's not like <laughs> it's not, I'm not really sweating what Superman would or wouldn't do, especially quite, in a movie by fucking Zack Snyder. That was quite witty, David. Thank you. I like that a lot. Uh, but maybe, maybe they should have called it Ultraman and, and set it on Earth too. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. You know what? On the subject of New 52, because we don't bring that up a whole heck of a lot, I got to give props. Here's the reason. Paul Pelletier is killing it on Aquaman. Absolutely killing it. I believe uh, mm. RT Bear was his anchor on a couple of them. Ah, uh, yeah. It is gorgeous, man. And I, and I love Aquaman, but I haven't been too much of a fan of the, the New 52 version, but mm. it, there's reason alone to read it. Uh, Paul Pelletier, it is Look massive. Out, He's great. <laughs> I want Paul Peltier art in my house. You can Me get too. his art at the uh, MightyNib.com. Ah, there you okay. Go. But yeah, I have so- a couple Guardians of the Galaxy pages from Paul. Beautiful stuff. Nice. Um, so I just, uh, again, because we have an, a ridiculous number of, uh, of, of responses to this, uh, what are yeah. you thankful for in comics query? So I'm just going to keep, again, as I'll interject as we segue here. Uh, Mr. Rick Remender, who deserves a huge Congratulations for Black Science Number One, which came out today. Yes, um, is thankful for his healthy family and the job that he has. Uh, our buddy, Mister Pua, Mister Dan Pua from uh, the other side of the Earth. Uh, he um, he said he uh, sent us a, a DM on something recent that he's thankful for. So um, I guess we'll have to check our D. Oh yeah, no, it's pretty sweet. DMs on that one, uh, Chris. Okay, Chris Sexyman, L.A. Boy Burnham, uh, artist of, uh, of 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 Batman and uh, and Robin and Batman Incorporated of late, uh, is thankful for Charles Burns, Mint Nonpareils, Blood Orange. Ah, oh, you're breaking up, dude. Orange yeah, soda and Photoshop. <laughs> Fair. Oh, Chris. Fair enough. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you were. I'm breaking up. You were. A little you were. Bit, no, yeah, you were. and you have a, a little bit of a lag too. But that's okay. We'll we'll work around it. Um, speaking of Remender, I know you haven't read it yet, but Uncanny Avengers. Yeah, I'm dying. To Holy mackerelandy! Who's the artist? Phenomenal. Yeah, oh. me too. It's Steve McNiven, ain't it? Uh yes, yes. Yeah. A, uh, um, a different McNiven. With than, an anchor. 
Yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, I can't really say anything about it. I read the issue that came out today. It's what, 14, I think? Yeah. Uh, oh, jeebus. But, <laughs> I mean, that, that, and I've heard that's great and I look forward to reading it, but, but I mean, if you're gonna bring up Remender today, Vault, you gotta bring up Black Science, dude, cause that's comics perfection. Yep. It is. Comics fucking perfection. It's amazing. And, and I love the tweet. I, th- I don't think who, I don't remember who, uh, who said it, but this is the only thing, the, the only thing better than reading Black Science number one is reading Black Science number two three weeks later. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yes. That was actually Russ Wooten, the, uh, letter that said that. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Phenomenal that's job. actually what I want to talk about is, uh, is, is, is Rick's long awaited return to Image Comics, uh, Black Science number one, written by Rick Remender. Uh, just jaw-droppingly beautiful uh, line work by Matteo Scalera. Um, really terrific, almost painterly color work by Dean White. You bet. Um, and you know, we we had the the good fortune of seeing Matteo's um, line work at New York Comic Con, um, and you know, to see that versus the the colored work on the page, it's, it really is unbelievable how much um dean added to the page because it's it's you know it's 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 markedly different i think yeah you know the the inked work versus what we see in the colors um but it's a it is a story about uh grant mckay fellow scotsman who is essentially a rogue scientist he's i don't know what you guys thought but i i kind of took him to be like what reed richards would be if he wasn't a superhero Okay. You know, a guy yeah. that that that's such a a fan of 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 the pursuit of science that he is willing and does basically screw a lot of things up, both personally and in terms of the world, merely because he can't help himself in in pursuing knowledge. You know, and we're kind of thrust into this this situation. He has put himself and his his crew of of fellow rogue scientists that are called the Anarchist League of Scientists, as well as his family, uh, into this just crazy paradigm. And uh, and they're in this paradigm. They're trying to get out of it. And uh, things happen, so to speak. And uh, in, in what's no doubt a familiar science fiction trope, they, they essentially are trying to get home, but um, something goes amiss. And, you know, the conceit of the book is going to be that uh, kind of like a sliders type of thing where they're going to be every issue or two thrust into a completely different, uh, world. You know, that, that's, it's a parallel universe. So there's going to be things that are evocative of the world that we come from or they come from, but, but there's going to be things that are decidedly different as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is just a very fertile ground in my view. I mean, you can have a lot of fun with that, right? I mean, it's like, uh, well, they're lucky the creative team is as is strong as it is. Well, the visual well, that, well, team it's, is it's as right, strong. It's a creator-owned right? book. I mean, they're limited only by, they're bounded only by Rick's imagination and Mateo's imagination to to, to sort of visualize what right, Rick's doing. Right. Um, and you know, from talking to Mateo at New York, you know, they're they're working very much in the Marvel method, where you know Rick is creating these worlds and sort of you know putting synopsis out to Mateo and letting Mateo just have. You know, just go hog wild um, with the books, and uh, it, it's it's just a visually stunning first issue. It's it's to me, you know, much like Fear Agent was a love letter to EC Comics um, in in all respects. It uh, 
it was well paced. It introduced us to the key characters. It, it let us know that, uh, I think, uh, you know, that Mr. McKay is certainly, uh, probably going to be hard to, to root for, I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, sort of a, a reluctant hero type of guy. Um, and, uh, I just thought it was just, I mean, I probably hadn't been anticipating a, a comic more in, in, in months, if not this year. And I, I think, you know, at least you never can judge after one issue, but, but I thought this first issue certainly delivered, uh, and then some. So I, I absolutely adored it. I, yeah. I thought it was great from start I, to finish. I concur. But I have to say, in Remender's case, uh, I can see where being paired with artists of the caliber of Scalera and White would be like a huge boon to, mm-hmm. to the writing process because, okay, you have uh, a team that can visualize pretty much anything you come up with and, and do it with, with amazing style and, and uh, just captivate the reader. But I think that's also, as, in terms of the story, could be a hindrance because as I was going through the issue, I, I have to be completely honest, the art overpowered the story. There, there, are, there are some panels in this book. Well, there's not some. There's a lot of panels in this book where I just stopped and it just, I, I looked at the technique. I looked at the, 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 the work being done and the way the colors just sing and the, 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 uh, the Scalera's rendering is so gorgeous and it's just mm-hmm. am- Everything is just brilliantly conceived and I forgot that there was a story going on here. I, I, it took me so far out of reading mode and into, um, that, that, discernment stage when you look at a piece of art and especially as someone who who makes what i like to call art i'm looking at this and i'm just thinking well how did he do that and why did he choose those colors and where did that line come from and damn if that is not the best way to do that and like look at the perspective in this and uh, the 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 visuals are so stunning in this thing that it, it it really runs the risk of of pushing you into a totally different area of appreciation where story is um not uh, a concern you you're looking at a lot of different things and that i guess that's a problem it's the type of problem you want to have when when you're mm-hmm. a writer uh i'm just saying that it it's just so fantastically done that man it just it it just hits you on all fronts the story's yeah. great and the art is just unbelievably good Oh. I am the uh, proud owner as of today of uh, page twenty-five. From I was going to ask you how that played out. Yeah, you just yeah, bought so, one. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, it didn't play out exactly as I think it should have. In the sense that you know we, you know, I put dibs on some pages at yeah. Comic Con, and uh, those dibs were were frankly forgotten about. Oh uh, no, uh, man! That's, but that's, uh, but but the pages were listed on on the site uh, today, and uh, I didn't know that until sort of midday. So, um, like of the four or five pages that I had bookmarked as being interested in, frankly. Uh, four of the five were gone by the time I got ah, to the site, but, but but luckily page twenty five was the other one, and I was able to get it. So no complaints. You know, look, I, I'm, I'm I know what that. happened. I know exactly what happened. All that shit he had on his fingers <laughs> when, when when you put the the the, the he yeah. used them to wipe off his fingers. No, he he you, there was thumbprints over your name, so they didn't know who, who uh, bookmarked yeah. those. No, pages. I don't think it was Mateo's doing. I think it was, <laughs> but but either way, I'm I'm. I'm very pleased to have it, and, and frankly, I will say that uh, it looks like almost the entire first issue is sold already after one good day. Good for you. So, uh, so good for good for Mateo. Cause, yeah, cause good on you for getting in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but, but I can't wait. And you know, they've already switched worlds, and uh, you know, again. So, so the cool thing about this is that every issue or two, you're going to have completely different art style by Mateo. 
you know, just different visualizations, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So I can't uh, wait till they get to hyper promiscuous bimbo planet. Well, we, I mean, we had like a kind of like a, a naked fish woman in this first issue. I want like zero. I want splayed open genitalia every issue. If you have a chance to show genitalia, brother, you take it. And, well, by the way, Vince, I mean, you weren't here last week. I don't know if you listened, but uh, but we talked a little bit about zero number three and uh, Santa Loco may be the best of the bunch so far. Oh, I have it. I haven't read it yet, but it's yeah. it's right here. Yeah. I mean, each issue's been great, but I think Santa Loco really blew me away this this issue. Wow, how good does that have to be to 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 eclipse uh, Walsh and and Treadmore? I know, I know. Uh, speaking of Treadmore, uh, the aforementioned Mister Jay Gonzo, uh, in response to our live tweet, said that he is thankful for Treadmore's art, uh, the slew of image number ones. Poppy Capullo's Batman and uh, our podcast. So wow, much, look at much that. love to him. Our good friend, Mr. Pat Loika, is uh, thankful for uh, all the new books from Image this year. A spectacular year of Marvel, which I think we can agree with. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, B. Claymore. Oh, boy. Yes. B. Claymore said he's thankful for the fact that he gets to be in the world of comics, uh, which is a very nice thing for very him humble. to say. Yeah. His. Uh, Bad karma partner. Yep. His uh his, his bad karma brother at, at arms, uh Seth Peck, uh said that he is thankful for Chris Somni on, on Daredevil, uh East of West, the Mike Mignola verse, and uh his his, his partners at Bad Karma. Hmm. Um our good friend Paolo Belfiore, uh the uh proprietor of Cadence Comic Art, one of the best art dealers in the land, said he is thankful for uh having the uh, freedom to do something he truly loves. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Uh, Paul Fuzzy Typewriter Montgomery of, of iFanboy and uh, MTV fame said that, uh, as ever, he's thankful for the community, uh, for the opportunity to uh, celebrate story, storytellers, art, and artists with people he loves. And uh, he said specifically he's also thankful for Jason Aaron, Isat Ribic, and that glorious one-eyed, one-armed bastard old King Thor. So, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for Jason Aaron too, and I I never thought I would say that. Well, you know how I, st- I feel yeah, about the guy. You were right. Uh, uh, it just I, was scalped, uh, I guess. What's I, that? I don't click with scalped. But well, yeah. but every, everything else, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Um, the uh, gentlemen uh, at uh, at the Two Headed Nerd podcast, Joe and Matt, are thankful for uh, refreshing new ideas in comics. They're thankful for Kelly Sue DeConnick. Uh, they're thankful for Understanding Wives, which I think the three of us can all definitely get behind. Yes. And uh, they're they're thankful for uh, their fellow podcast brothers, which, uh, nice. again, is something I think we can get with. So, um, I'm uh, thankful think, for Pat Loika. I agree with oh, that. Absolutely. Mr. Yes. Positivity. Uh, Ali Colucci uh, of, uh, of iFanboy fame is uh, thankful for Pretty Deadly. Young Avengers and Wonder Woman, which uh, is cool. Cool. Uh, our boy uh, J Man, Mister Phil Cab, is thankful for um, Amazon because anything he wants to read is uh, at his doorstep the next day. Respect. I can uh, I can give him props for that. Uh, our boy Daryl uh, of uh, No Apologies fame is thankful for uh, options in comics, uh, the diversity of comics over the past seventy five years. Uh, he says is staggering. It's a big word from Daryl. It is. <laughs> Staggering, Daryl. Who you got that in you? A couple of syllables in there. What the fuck? 
That's now, wrong. Alan, dude. Uh, that's wrong. Hold on. Alan, Alan New Mutant says that he, I need to scroll through that, that I missed his thank you. Now I, I feel like I just went through, uh, all of them so far and didn't see him. So hold on a second. I'll do a thank you while you're searching for yes, that. I'm very thankful for Dan Slot number one, because okay. he, he was the springboard that got me to try Hickman's Avengers. And uh, Hickman would be the second person I'm thankful to, mm-hmm. both for getting me back into Marvel, because I would not, I would not be reading as many books and enjoying as many books if it was not for Dan Slott. He oh. he's the man that got me because uh, yes, uh, I tried uh, his um, late run, amazing, and then went into it with um, Superior, and it's just. Mm-hmm. Amazing work, and I and I said, well, you know what, this stuff's pretty good. Let me check out what the all the buzz is about with uh, Hick- right. Hickman's Avengers. Like Sandow says, you're, you're welcome. Well, no, and you pushed me, yeah, and and I'm I'm always thankful for you. Every friggin' week doesn't have to be Thanksgiving for me to be thankful <laughs> for David Price. Truth, yeah. Uh, our boy John, our boy John Dudley is thankful for our forums. Uh, for connecting uh, him to uh, his favorite collaborators and introducing him to great comics. Uh, Steve Bryant, buddy and creator, is thankful uh, to be able to communicate regularly with uh, his peers and readers through social networking and uh, is thankful to be nearing the finish line on the remastered Athena Voltaire compendium. <laughs> plug. He snuck Seriously. a plug in, <laughs> in his thing. Which he said, goes on to say has 200 new pages. Wow. Holy mm-hmm. mackerel. Our boy, Mr. John Anti-Drummer, is grateful uh, that uh, through our wonderful show, he can call four of us his friends, which is very nice and sweet for him to say. Uh, well, three out of four. I don't, right. I don't like John very much. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love him. He also is thankful for the golden age of comics we're in and his life mate, Bob Gar. He's the meaning of his life. He's the inspiration. <laughs> Isn't it awesome to see the way That's those awesome. two guys go at it on the Twitter? And, and you know it's just out of love. They're just beating yep. each other senseless. It's like WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Shaw is thankful for the amazing friends he's made because of our podcast uh, and the new amazing age of comics that we're in. Very flattering. Yeah. Um, it is see. a good time to be reading comics. Yeah, and, it and really I, is. You know who I think is at the spearhead of that? Image. Oh image yeah i mean i think they're a huge part of it for sure yeah i mean i love i'm loving what marvel's doing but i think image is leading the way in terms of diversity and and just just um every book is aesthetically different they 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 all have their unique feels and it just seems that the majority i mean i read one today i didn't think was all that hot but the majority of stuff coming out of image is just great well, I think you hit on it. It's, it's the, it's the diversity. I think that, um, the, the absolute wealth of things coming out from them year in, year out now, pretty much for the whole time we've been doing the show is staggering. And, you know, while one thing may very much not be someone's cuppa, you know, you got to think there's two or three other things that are your mm-hmm. cuppa. Depend, no matter whether you're, you know, a humor fan or a horror fan or, you know, uh, a crime noir fan. I mean, whatever your, 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 your lot in life. Um, image is giving you a very high quality uh, piece of that. True, and that that is a uh, really, really quite a testament to, uh, to to everybody there, except for that fucking Richards guy. Yeah. Um, new uh, New Mutant Allen um, said uh, that that Andrew took the the words out of his mouth because Andrew was praising our community itself, but he said also that uh, 
if it wasn't for um, a large part because of, of the people he met and on our forums and thanks to our show, he would have never made uh, The Power Principle, which is his creator-owned comic that he's uh, put out this year. So um, that's, that's a very nice thing for him to say. Um, Adam McDole says he's thankful uh, for 2013. It's one of the best years in recent memory in regards to comics. The quality right now is astounding. I would agree. Uh, Matt Nixon, a good good uh, good uh, buddy yes. listener bar, he's says awesome. he's thank- yep, thankful for all the cool comic buddies that he's made through our forum. Um, uh, Mark Warner says that uh, an appreciation, even in China, he has a community thanks to uh, to us cats, the internet, and other fans. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, that's cool. He's sitting in China. That's awesome. Um, Here's a little uh, tidbit. I don't know if you you know this, but China recently instigated uh, the equivalent of the Caldecott Medal. You know the Caldecott Medal for uh, Excellence in Children's Book uh, Creation. China, there's such a population growth explosion in in China that mm-hmm. they've instigated this new uh, Medal of Honor for children's books just to get more produced because there's oh, cool. there's like a um, such a need for it with all the little babies uh, and and young ones running around over there. That uh, yeah, that, I thought I learned that uh, two weeks ago. That is very cool. Go China, baby kids. In this instance, anyway. Yeah. Nice. It's nice to to uh, reward excellence in art instead of uh, weaponeering and that kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, let's talk some more comics. What do we got? Um. I caught up on some stuff, if you guys want to briefly. I know we may have talked about these, this before uh, in, uh, in other uh, shows, but I finished, finally, Night Owl and Dr. Manhattan. Jeebus. Bo- I know, I know. Both written by uh, JMS. And um, I guess the only thing of note I have to say is I think he should be incredibly proud for both series because I thought both were excellent. I must confess, those are the only two of the Watchmen before uh, before Watchmen series I didn't buy. Oh, I mean, Night Owl is great because it is uh, one of the last. Well, not it's not the reason, the sole reason why it's great, but there's a lot of things going on. But for me, uh, it is uh, great because it is one of the last things Mister Joe Kubert touched. Yeah, and he even at. his age, he did not show any signs of being anything less than he's always been, and that is a mm-hmm. phenomenal uh, craftsman. But, I mean, the story is great. Uh, you get to see a side of Dan that um, Moore didn't present in in uh, Watchmen proper, that there may be other reasons why he latched on to Laurie, and uh, especially with Hollis he's not the squeaky clean guy that everybody thought he was and it's just like neat little tidbits that jms put in there in in this um framework of of night owl working with rorschach and their little team up and which eventually uh the two threads eventually join in the in the fourth issue as they should and it was just a neat little story and i think um a nice little tip of the hat to what Moore did. It didn't bastardize anything. It, if anything, I think it made it a little tad, a tad bit richer. But uh, the Dr. Manhattan issues are just phenomenal. Um, he becomes the quantum observer. And, you, you know, uh, w- they say that uh, as soon as you study something, you change it. 
the the like it's not a particle it's a wave it's a wave and it's not a particle and and back and forth depending on what what the discernment of the person doing the observation observing observing um well dr manhattan becomes the quantum observer on his own life and he starts changing things merely by observing and he's got to find a way out of it it's just a great amazing little series that gets into quantum mechanics and and there's a lot of philosophy going on in there and and metaphysics and all this that that wonky bullshit but uh, i thought it was fantastic and the art by adam hughes whoo lordy that man can draw women i mean it's, that that's pretty yeah, re- I mean, pretty redundant to say that it's, but <laughs> it's kind of funny like he you know he spent so so much time away from doing interiors you know yeah and then it's almost like he was kind of like tired of hearing people say he couldn't do him anymore yeah and he just was like oh, i'm gonna drop this on people and then walk away again yep and he he's uh and it's a period piece too uh very very um 50s uh early 60s-esque i mean uh john is is the uh he's a steve rogers type with the you know he's 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 bulky but he's got the clean clean cut and the, and the crew cut going on and he, he dresses very nice and it's just there there's a lot of reference i think he had to do for this in terms of uh clothing styles and 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 architecture and and uh vehicles and all that and i think he pulled it off really well it's just a, an amazing looking book but uh kudos to jms who who uh, unfortunately we're all familiar with the 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 ninth inning in most jms works where he kind of buckles i think under pressure maybe i don't know what to call it but uh, not a lot of satisfying conclusions in in jms's stuff in my opinion but i think he pulled both of these off i think yeah i liked them a lot that's great yeah now vince uh, i safe to say you did not listen to the episode last week uh no because because i spent a lot of time raving in detail about uh about saber tooth swordsman i know um and and I I saw that people uh, called you on it that that I talked about it earlier and I don't really think that should ever be a concern. I know that well, it, it was I didn't get mad but I was just like who cares if I, I talked about no, no, it. No, if, the thing was is 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 I as I then had to apparently go on the forum and clarify the reason I pre-ordered it the hardcover in the first place is because you talked about it. Yeah, whatever. Issue. No, but it's not even whatever you talked about I'm, the first issue. Right. Which got right. us interested, and then I ordered the hardcover, which but, came. Right, but the thing I want to stress is, I don't think you, like, anyone ever has to, oh, hey, Jason talked about it's that. Not, right, it's no, not who like cares? It's, it, it's, Jason didn't say he found it. I, I think, if anything, this podcast shows that it really doesn't become a thing until someone, uh, until one of the other four of us mentions it. I mean, whether it's Ghost Rider by Aaron and then Chris finally jumps on board, whether it's Spider-Man and then Vince comes around, or whether it's... You know, it doesn't matter sure. what it is. Someone will say something, it won't get any fucking traction, and then all of a sudden, one of the four of us will say it 20 weeks later, and all of a sudden, it's like, holy shit, that's the best thing ever, and right. oh, by the way. Right. And it's, it, it, that, that's not new. It, so it's... I found it... I found it interesting that... Of all the times, it, it seems to only happen whenever we mention something 
that Vince previously talked nah. about. Whenever, whenever any of us <laughs> talk about it, it's fucking crickets. But it's, just, and, 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 like, it's not true. That's it's the true. thing. It's and 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 God forbid if he's off that week too, then oh, forget about not, it. Well, you know no. what? I have something I really want to bring to the table this week. I don't know if either of you have ever heard of it. Um, it's called. It doesn't matter. I'll talk it, about it in twenty weeks. It's called Super Graphic. It's really cool. And um, <laughs> I, I got to get you in on the ground floor on this because it's. You got it. On Amazon. <laughs> No, no, it's me, but Vince, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, we spent probably a half hour talking about it. Because uh, it's great. And, and as a follow-up, you know, I t- actually ended up talking to both both uh, creators this week about it. And they, they they listened to the podcast and were giddy about it. They they really appreciate our support of it. Um, and uh, actually bought page 16 from uh, from Aaron as well. Son of a bitch. You really did, right? huh? <laughs> yeah. I really did. Um, you know, I, but, I was uh, I was hoping, because he, he's like, after I talked about it, he asked me, he said, give me, give me a pull quote. And I was like, okay, and I came up with something stupid, and he seemed to like it. And I, so when Jason told me he had the hard card, I'm like, is my my pull quote on the on that not, book? And it, it's not bad. But, but I mean, you know, I don't. Um, did you order the hardcover as well, or you just? I did. I, I well, I have the digital issues, and yeah. I I ordered the hardcover uh, because it was so damn cheap. I think it was DCBS had a half price. Yeah, uh, but and it, that's it was, coming I mean, to my next box. You know, I don't want to revisit. I guess in in I don't want to revisit everything I said last week, but. But since you weren't here, I mean, it, it was definitely one of my favorite things I've read this year. And Me so, too. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I would have, I mean, uh, even known it existed had it not been for you giving it the shout out way back a couple let's, months ago. So let's do a dap. Was, All of us. Uh, dap. No, dap. 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 We 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 have the uh, yeah no I I have the issues now after uh, after Jason talked about it. I didn't buy it when Vince talked about it. But I have, <laughs> uh, I, I, have <sighs> I have the issues now. But you can. You, and, and it was mentioned in in the episode thread from last week. Uh, you can get it from digital.darkhorse.com you can get the bundle uh, which uh, contains all six issues for a whopping four ninety nine, including crazy, an really? absolutely yes. amazing that is freaking ridiculous cover by yeah. our buddy Matthew Allison I was so giddy to see his cover on that I love his stuff yeah uh, yeah no it, he, he, yeah, I, I think <laughs> one of the thing, one of the cool things I think about uh, you know now that we've been doing this for so long and we've become such good friends is that you know, when you read something that maybe you're not like intimately familiar with before you start reading it, and as you're reading, you start to you know realize just how much like one of the other one of us would love it, right? Yep. yep. Or did love it. And I'm like reading the whole. I'm you know I'm reading this hardcover, and I'm like, Jesus, no wonder Vince likes this. Like, this is a comic <laughs> designed for him. You I know, know I mean? right? <laughs> like, God, I mean, it. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's wonderful stuff. I mean, I you know I I I like I said I talked to them both. Uh, on the internet's uh, and email and stuff this week, and, and they they are working on some other stuff soon together. Yay! Uh, and well as, as well as having some other things. So I just you know I think uh, I mean Conley you know Con- I mean the, I love the story, but I mean but but I, I think in this case the the art is just uh, stunning. You know Conley just crushed it. Yeah. And, um, I, I can't wait to see him tackle you know other stuff. But but man, I it's the the page I bought Vince is the uh, the page where shortly after he becomes the saber tooth swordsman. Uh-huh. And um, he's like the left side of the page is like um, him kind of sliding down a mountain, <gasps> and then the right side is different panels like he's fighting like the satanic snake. Oh, you bitch! I love that page. Yes, yes. you suck. Yes. That was the one page yes. I said I was going through it. And I'm saying, oh man, I would love to own that page. Yes, sir. <laughs> dick, you dick. Good for you. I'm glad. I'm glad a loved one has it. Yes, yes. So I wish uh, it was David, but I'm glad a loved one has it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw some more thank yous out before we talk about something else. All right. Um, Stephanie Cook, one of the uh, one of the co-hosts of Talking Comics, another very good podcast for those that uh, 
need a second podcast to listen to after they listen to us each week. Um, she's thankful for all the incredible comics that come out these days, uh, the new talent surfacing, uh, and she's grateful to be a part of it in a very, very, in whatever small way that she is. Uh, our, uh, our good friend Mike Norton is thankful for everything. Seriously. Uh, he said he's a lucky, lucky person at this point in his life. I'm thankful for revival. Well, there you go. Because I just freaking love that series. Mm-hmm. No offense to Mike, I didn't think I would. I mean, I love Mike's art, and I love what Tim Seeley does, and and I, I have a, a a certain appreciation for both of their stuff. But together on this, I said it before. This is their book. This is the book for, for yeah, Norton I, and Seeley, and I just, oh my god, I love it so much. And it yeah. it scares me because it's Norton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Um, Bob Gar, aka Slurmo, Mister Ornelas is thankful for our community, the EOC community, all. He said he'd be uh, a worse person without all of us. Uh, Mr. Jeff Stokely, uh, a, a significantly talented uh, up-and-coming artist uh, that's currently drawing the Sixth Gun Gorilla, is uh, oh, yeah. thankful for story before sales, quality over quantity, and just the fact that comics are still fun. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a good point. I, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so in tune with Marvel. Yes, they have a brilliant stable of artists, but I think there is a huge uh, concentration on good storytelling. And I don't know if it's just um, optimism at the con- at the company because they're they're doing so well, or they ki- hit a couple creative highs, and so everybody's happy. But there have been some eras of in Marvel where it was just art. I mean, it was just visual. Oh yeah. And, and they all went to image, but the, um, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but going with the fun part, um, and it, this isn't news to anybody because we've all been enjoying Bendis's X-Men work, especially after some of us may feel that he may have overstayed his welcome over with the Avengers, but A bit. after just reading all new X-Men with, with the introduction of new costumes, it was, it was an issue that it it really did. I mean, first of all, Eminem and 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 Von Grubach fucking kill it. I I I want a page. I'm I'm not a big modern day art fan, but I would love to have a page of Eminem art where it's it's Kitty and Cyclops on a page. And now, falling with with the Battle of the Atom Fallout, uh, that's a lot more possible. But uh, get that art, by the way, on uh, fanfare. Fanfare, yeah. Dot, uh, dash, it's a uh, fanfare dash se dot com. Ding. So. Uh, the uh, it was. Um, I wish it was but, ka-ching instead of ding. But yeah, right, that, yeah, yeah right. Um, but the uh, no, I the, the the most recent issue where um, it, it it was just it didn't. As I'm reading it, it it. It was an issue where things just clicked. Whether it was the the uh, the conversations with with Ileana and Kitty, and and talking about Colossus, and and there is there, there's one page where um, where Ileana goes to hug Kitty, and I I found it very amusing, and and there was a uh, there's. There's a uh, there's a panel where did Kitty, Kitty pull away? 
it was Kitty phased and and, and Ileana went nice. through her. So she's like she's like I didn't I didn't know you were going to do that. I never really pictured you as a hugger, and it was just it was awesome. It was what a is great she said? Wait a minute, what number? The is most that? recent one. It was. Uh, it is. Oh, uh, shit, I didn't read that yet. Eighteen. Eighteen. Damn. Um, it, it's it's the first issue post Battle of the Atom where Kitty is holding okay, on to the old classic yet. costumes. Um, but there's a uh, there's another panel where after Kitty realizes where Scott's crew is is holding up, where you know where he consider when Kitty finds out where Xavier's school is located, and 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 she you knows she 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 gives that playful punch to the shoulder, uh, punch in the shoulder to Cyclops, and and you know and and it, but it as I'm reading it, it really did bring back good X Men memories, and it didn't it, I didn't I didn't read it with the with the, this is written by Bendis hanging over my head. It just, it right. felt, it read like a, a fun, natural comic. And, and you're right, Vince. It's, that is where the fun is these days. And I'm, and, and I mean, I'm enjoying a lot of sh- my image. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying a couple things about DC, but I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying what, even though it's not always, Sunshine and Roses over in Peter Parker's world, but I'm enjoying Super Year Spider-Man. I'm enjoying the hell out of Bendis' X-Men work. And what's neat is that it, I'm sorry, it, it, this made no, sense don't where, it. uh, it, it made sense to have Kitty do what she did following, um, the Battle of the Atom because this way Aaron can concentrate on what he's doing with Wolverine and the X-Men and Bendis has all new X-Men and Uncanny X-Men and it all just kind of makes sense and it fits. Right. Well, Wolverine and the X-Men is cancelled, but... Okay! Again, what? Yeah. So much for all that good... So, as everything. of what issue? No way. No Wait, freaking no, 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 way. They can't cancel it. that book. Don't, don't, don't lose it. What were you going to say before? <laughs> Shit. Forward, forward. Positive thinking. What were you thinking? What were you going to say? Well, well, okay, but the no, difference, it's, it's, it's I, 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 I don't think that this current, the current image resurgence is not without a certain amount of fun. There's a lot of fun books. Sure. But, but I think where, where image and Marvel, uh, split, uh, in, in terms of, um, fun is that the image dudes have something to prove. They're the underdog. So there are certain things that they take very seriously. Bendis has absolutely nothing to prove to anyone. He's writing a book out of sheer love of writing a book. I mean, I don't think he came onto the the X books thinking I'm going to do for the X Men what I did for the Avengers. You know, as a no, he just said, you know what? Or someone told him, I think it's time, Mister Bendis, for a change. Uh, and he he segged over to the X books, and it's been a seamless transition. Uh, I am incredibly confident in this next sentence to the point where I don't give a shit who disagrees with me or thinks I'm crazy. We've had, Bendis has hit amazing creative highs on Daredevil, Powers, The Avengers, um, whatever. You could throw your favorite Bendis title out there. I think All New X-Men is by far Bendis's absolute best work. I, I don't think he's ever been better than he has on All New X-Men. Hmm. You can feel. Uh, you can feel. I, you, Daredevil is amazing. There, this out amazing is Daredevil. You know what? I will. I will say that. Well, okay. See, now I don't know because this is his X Men stuff. Whether it's all new X Men or Uncanny X Men, it's a lot more. Even though it falls 
it, the fallout is is Avengers versus X Men. It's a lot more optimistic and hopeful than well, that's always than, 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 than your introduction to Avengers disassembled right. and anything has to do with Daredevil. Right, so, but. but- um, it's very easy to say it's, it's... But conceptually, there's a conceptual hook to all new X-Men that trumps everything for me. I, I don't know whether it was his conception or it was editorials or whatever, but the whole original... The fact that it's pretty. Uh, the whole original X-Men and the present Marvel continuity with gorgeous art, smart storytelling, and just dialogue that just crackles. It just... Ev- everything out of the characters' mouths are perfect. It perfectly fits who they are. You know, Scott is the character I've come to know as Scott in this book, right? Yes. And yes. Kitty is damn Kitty. I mean, she, uh, she, some, Bendis sometimes out Claremont's Claremont with Kitty. Well, let's be honest. I mean, Bendis, Bendis has always been excellent at, at dialogue, at characterization. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's always been a strong suit for him. And that's why I always thought, like, he would be a good fit for the X-Men. But he was always reluctant to do the X Men until he said he had an idea for a story. So well, I mean, a hell of an I idea. It's, it's, I don't know that I'd go as far as to say that I think it's his best work ever, but I, I can't go there. But but I, I do think it's it's been quite enjoyable. Just I, I, as a follow up to the uh, Wolverine and the X Men, because um, because it, it's it's kind of ironic. I literally caught up on about fourteen issues that I was behind yeah, about two weeks ago, and that was a, and and the day that I caught up is the day that I saw the news that uh, they were canceling the series. But it's actually just it's Jason Aaron's choosing. Um, oh, good. Okay. He said that uh, well, because for one thing, I don't know. I mean, for those that that read Amazing X Men number one um, by by uh, Aaron and, and Ed McGinnis, um, you know, th- there was a lot in that book that that made you think it could have very much just been another issue of Wolverine and the X-Men. You're right. Sure. Yeah. So Aaron said that just because of his schedule, I think he's doing like six, seven books right now. He said he has to ratchet back. So he's going to continue doing Amazing X-Men, and he said that's where a lot of these same characters will appear. Okay. So in essence, I mean, you could just view it as like Amazing X-Men sort of, they're renaming Wolverine and the X-Men to Amazing X-Men. And the fact that ending it soon creates a body of work that would fit perfectly an within an omnibus has absolutely nothing <laughs> yeah, to do well, with you it. Know, hey, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, well, most of it, I mean, because they probably wouldn't, um, in, I don't know if they'd include the Battle of the Atom stuff in it. Well, so, I mean, so there's three issues right there. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, 30-some-odd issues? By the time they finish, I'm yes. guessing maybe 43, 44, or whatever. When did you say it was ending, Jason? Uh, it's. It, I think even the last... Solicited issue is going to be canceled, so I think oh, it's February. It's February. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a great book, and we have it, so we can oh, always go back yes, and read definitely. it. Our boy Chris Campbell is also thankful for Stan Sakai, much like Scotty Young. I like Stan Sakai stuff. I like mm-hmm. him a lot. Yep. Our uh, our 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 main man, Mister Roland Pierce, who is uh, one of the few people to have the privilege of uh, of staying at my abode, um, said he's thankful for independent comics. Oh. And the friendships he's made through comics, especially his con attending posse. I'm I'm very thankful for Roland as well. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Um, Mr. Connor Kilpatrick of my fanboy fame is uh, thankful for comicsology. Jason Aaron's beard and arrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Derek Coward, who's uh, wrestling thread on the. Uh, the uh, comic book noise sub forum may be the most popular thread in, in our forum these days. <laughs> um, said he's thankful for Chris Somney's artwork. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. Uh, ben. Wait, you're breaking and up. This is right. Breaking up, bro. And breaking the up. Twinkle and David Price's eyes. Okay. Aww. 
What? Damn it, dude. What the fuck? I think you have... Derek Coward. No, Can you hear me? Yes, yes but yes. you know, I think you have about a two-second delay. That is that, That's what my ears are telling me. you got about a two-second spread between that, what you're yeah. saying and what you're hearing. I don't understand why. I don't know. It's the damn Skype. You get what you pay for. But th- just just the fact that you said Derek Coward and thankful in the same sentence, wow. That's, no, stop, that's something stop, to be... <laughs> stop. Especially because he's thankful. You can hear me okay right now? Derek, yes. say it how okay. it is. He's thankful for Chris Somney's artwork. Okay. Love it. As we all ben, are. Bendis is writing. Right. And the twinkle in David A. Price's eyes. Aww. See, Derek, he's, he's a big pussycat. He is. He, he um... I was listening to Sci-Fi Noise, I believe, and uh, he, while he was recording, um, I think I texted him, and he mentions it. He and I text probably more than Jason and I Twitter. What the yeah. fuck? I'm serious, bro. It's like every time. Hey, how do you feel to be me right now? I'm totally out of the damn picture. <laughs> Yo, that, that messed up, dude. That's burns. Oh, shit. Dude, no, I'm saying, I, I, I text him in the morning. I need some and then, preparation and H for that. We usually text back and forth, but you and I will, will Twitter DM at a certain point and we'll just go through the rest of the day that way. And, and, but no, I mean, there are times where, <laughs> but me. he'll, he'll text me this, this evening and, and like while well, you were on your way home. So there was no Twitter DMs then, but no, it's, I'm, I'm thankful that I have the group of friends that I have. And and Derek is somebody who I've never met yet. I've never shaken his hand. Never met him face to face. Looks like I'm going to have to make a, an effort to to tweet more, or at least DM more, huh? It's definitely are, bro. Uh, but no, there are. Um, and and yeah, Derek even mentioned on the podcast that that he and I text as if we were like you know stereotypical teenage girls. I mean, it's like it's yeah. once once like eight. Eight thirty, nine o'clock rolls around. It's like he, he's blowing up my phone. I, he's the reason why I have a car charger because otherwise my phone would be dead. Hmm. Good to have friends. Love you, Derek. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Shit. Horning <laughs> 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 in on your action, man. You oh better check God. that. So, Mister Mister Vernson uh, is thankful for the diverse quality. And accessibility of the medium, plus a passionate and intelligent forum to share opinions. Now, what forum is he talking about? I love him. Vernson's good people. Vernson is good people. Yep. Mr. Ryan Brown of God Hates Astronauts and Bedlam fame is thankful that his parents don't read the filthy, filthy comics that he makes. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> Dean White's thankful that I bought his favorite page from the first issue of Black Science. I bet. <laughs> What with Christmas uh, coming and all? Seriously, um, Chris Marshall of the Collected Comics Library fame uh, is thankful for all the great friendships that he's made around the world through comics. Now, there's a man to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Chris Campbell does a hell of a job at what at, at CCL. Um, I mean, Chris Marshall. Yeah, sorry, beer. Chris, uh, Chris yeah. Marshall, yeah. Well, you know what I was saying, but I'm glad you corrected I mean, Chris Campbell me. does a hell of a job, too. He does, too. But but Chris Marshall, the man knows things. He does. Uh, this 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 crazy kid from West Virginia named Mario uh, is thankful for an art form and hobby that's been with him every part of his life. Yep. Uh, Mike Norton comes back in again and saying he's thankful <laughs> for his, his crew. It's four-star. <laughs> What are you laughing at? I love Mike. Oh, Michael. he said they're a big part of why he's able to get excited about making things. 
I bet. Um, uh, Mario jumps back in and says he's thankful for the roads and experiences that the art form has brought uh, to him and uh, and the friends that have come from the medium. Vince's quasi-artistic partner, Mr. Zach Crusay. What says does he have to say of value? Nothing. I know. Mm. He said he's thankful for his friends, his heroes, and for the medium in general. Ah. The medium itself tells us so much about ourselves and individuals and a culture. Uh, he goes on to say comics have given him more than he can ever repay, and he's forever in the uh, industry's debt. Oh, he does not know when to drop the mic, does he? Seriously. No. Just <laughs> really? Uh, God. You know, Mr. I just – oh, keep going. Okay. I just wanted to comment on something that Norton said about his, his buddies making him, uh, eager to create. I never considered that a factor in, in, in artwork or producing artwork. And I was so freaking wrong. It's not even funny. Uh, you do need people around you, uh, like-minded people, uh, uh, inspired and, and energetic and just enthusiastic people. Uh, they help out a lot. They really do. I, I learned that the hard way. Um, from what I'm doing now, uh, I, you know me, I don't like to get off my ass and do anything. I'm, I'm such a procrastinator and a pain in the ass. Um, but working with people who like to make stuff, it, it really instigates you to do the same. And I mm. completely agree with Mike. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, Mike Schwartz, aka Mr. Oceanverse. Love him. Is thankful for Windsor McKay. Yes, nice, very good, as we all should be. He's also thankful for Seeger, Raymond Eisner, and all the other guys who invented the vocabulary of comics. Oh, look at you. Big, big Thanksgiving hug for Mr. Schwartz. Schwartz. Yes. Seriously. Don't forget Kirby, but yes. Yes. (laughs) Mr. Ryan L. Schrote would like someone to explain what EOC Live Tweet means. I think you just answered your own question. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, Before I forget, um, since you mentioned Mr. Zach Crusay, uh, today he announced that he is the, um, he is the chair of the comics and graphic novels area for the Northeast Pop Culture American Culture Association. I did not get that personal tweet. What's up? It was on Facebook. It was on Facebook. Uh, I don't do the Facebooks. I know. But you Your think he would? Does, you think He's he a would? Fan of H. H. Greg, apparently. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's such a pisser, man. That, that kid just man, he lights my world up. I didn't tell you this, but last night, uh, very bad rain here in northeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, freezing rain. And, uh, I, he busted my balls until I took him to, uh, he's in a baseball, uh, batting clinic, which is inside. Uh, and he busted my butt. I said, I don't want to take you. We're going to get stuck. Come on, dad. I got to go. Okay. So, all right. So we get in the car and there's a little hill by our house that it, it's, it levels out. Then it dips to a, it dips down the hill. Then it levels out and then it dips again and it goes around a bend. Mm-hmm. We were stuck in the middle of that hill with seven other people for three hours. Stop. In man. my car last night until the, oh. until the salt truck came. <laughs> and the best part about it was, Dad, I really got to pee. Okay, so he gets out of the car and he's peeing. He goes, my pee's melting the, the ice. I should pee under everybody's wheels. It's like, <laughs> that is my boy. That right, That's my boy right there. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm thankful for my son. Speaking of boys, the new boy wonder, Mr. Uh, Richie Taronis, is uh, thankful for Jack the King Kirby. Yes. Uh, what'd he do? 
Uh, more than we could ever say in, in a four-hour podcast. Four hours? You know Chris is in here. That's, That's right. just funny. <laughs> what else we got? What's funny? That Chris is in here or that we can talk about Kirby for four hours? What else we got? You know what I didn't do while I was in the city and I, I, I'm punching hey, myself in the face? Well, yeah. yeah, but there is a show it, at the Jewish Museum. An Art Spiegelman show. That I wanted to get to. It's in conjunction with his recently released, uh, book. Um, that, uh, Der Spiegelman. They have, uh, artwork from all of the, uh, segments of his career from Raw and Mouse and, uh, everywhere in between and the little lit stuff. And I just wanted to get there, but I couldn't do it. That, not, not the time I was gone for school, but this is, I was in New York City this past weekend. And uh, I didn't get up to the Jewish Museum. But rectify my mistake. If anybody's in New York and you, you're looking for something to do, go to the Jewish Museum and see the Art Spiegelman show because I'm certain it's awesome. And tell me how it is. Oh, and speaking of uh, Dr. Teeth, who we shouted out in the beginning of the show, Mr. Uh, Mr. Devin Bruce, he said that uh, he's thankful for people he's met through 11 O'Clock Comics. Some are cool acquaintances, some are real friends, and some are brothers. Wow, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know this. Ooh. Really, David? Usually it's Jason burping. It is, yeah, yeah, I know. It's true. The most intellectual of all of us burping. That just also doesn't, doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> but so I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, Jason's the most intellectual. I, I know. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> dap. Give me a dap. <sighs> Oh, well. Downer. <laughs> Better bring me up, bro. <laughs> uh, what are we thankful for? I'm thankful for, uh, this show every week. It, it is the, uh, relative calm in my, uh, hurricane of bullshit. No, hur- hurricanes don't have calm eyes. Tornadoes do. So I should say it's the relative calm in my tornado of a week every week. And, uh, I'm grateful for it. And the friendships. You still there? Yeah. No, <laughs> you're still butthurt. No, I wouldn't say butthurt, but okay, thanks. <laughs> Again, I guess. Go ahead. We cannot have dead air. Is Jason gone? I don't know where he went. What is the... No, he's still there. Oh, you read Protectors number one, right? Protectors Inc.? I did. What do you think? I enjoyed it. Oh, shit. Where'd he go? I think I enjoyed it more so for the art. Oh, definitely. Than the story, but... Um, line, line art by Gordon Purcell. So. Yes. It, it was... It's pretty. Um, I don't know what else I can say about it. It's the first issue, so it was basically all set up. It was all set up, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a different take on Heroes Introduced uh, to the Masses and, and where it kind of goes from there um we lost them uh yeah i i I, um i dug the narration because you know he basically he was letting you know everything that that, that's going on since world war ii but um i'm i'm going to stick with it mostly for purcell and and to see where it's going from here um It's it's the return of well it's not the return of because it's there, there was an issue or two of Joe's comics before Protectors Inc number one but it's neat to see that I guess these are ideas that he would have taken to Icon had he still been at Marvel because um, ah. 
because you have uh, the Dream Police, which he was... Um, They've been signed in my head. Uh, and, and the Book of Lost Souls, which I think... That may have even been solicited, or preview art was done under Icon with Colleen Duran. So, um, but yeah, so uh, I haven't... I haven't checked out uh, Sidekicks or um, Ten Grand, which is also part of Joe's comics. But I, I uh, I'll be keeping an eye out for Protector Zinc for the meantime. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with it. I bet you it'll probably read better in chunks. I think you're right. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, it it definitely has a gosh golly, wasn't the Golden Age great feel to it? Yes. Uh, which I like. I mean, that's always a welcome thing. Um, I, I, I don't want to really say too much about it now because I, I, I'm, my opinions are only colored by one issue. And, right. and maybe the fact that that one issue doesn't have me, you know, screaming from the rooftop says something about it, but it just may be one of those, um, slow building, um, series that, uh, tastes better in big bites instead of little ones. I don't know. It- no, I, I I'd agree with that, and it 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 felt like he could have written this for Archie and and Red Circle. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And you know I, what else I have to say? I think Gordon Purcell must be really fast because he's also working on Ben Ten for uh, IDW. I, yes. I, I don't know when. Although it's, it's a different style, but yes. Oh yeah, so it's it's a, a totally different style. But uh, I see a, see a lot of Ordway in. Uh, um, Protectors, a little bit, yeah, more angular. Not yeah, as, yeah, not as curvy or smooth, but yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, actually, my my in your travels, I believe, will eventually get to some Gordon Purcell art. Wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, I, I started, I started a series uh, today, which I'll talk about more next week, but it'll probably be my in your travels tonight. Cool. Uh, look at this. The two bestest. Bestest EOC buddies together. Just us. <laughs> just us, yeah. This is, this I love, is great. You keep thinking yourself out of that. Oh, that's cute. I'm, it's, I, you know, I just busted. I know. You know, uh, I love us. You know, let's see if we can't get Jason back. But um, you know who I'm thankful for? Who? Francesco Francavilla. You would be. Because not not only is he just slaughtering it, uh, on uh, Afterlife with Archie, I about I'm about three quarters of the way through uh, the Black Beetle. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's so good! It's so good, and it's it's uh, as Chris would say, it's it's noir, it's dark, and it's pulpy, and it's it's a uh, it's kind of like a, a sh- the Shadow meets Batman meets. Uh, well, the obvious choice is like a Blue Beetle type character. Uh, but, uh, unlike Batman, the Beetle will kill. And he, uh, he's a gun-toting, crime-fighting. Uh, yeah, and it's great. There's a mystery involved. Uh, there's a cult who are, um, they, they create this, this, uh, lizard type, um, artifact that, um, well, I won't specifically say, but it, it produces a desired effect and the Nazis want it. So it's it's in the pocket. It it, it could it could exist in the Mignola verse. It, there's a very strong Lobster Johnson type vibe. Oh, from it. okay. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Lobster Johnson ever gets um, removed from the the Mignola verse, uh, Mignola verse, sorry, uh, I think the 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 Beetle would fit in there. It's just a great series, and um, uh, visually, it's stunning. Oh. 
boy, does Frank Avila knows how to pl- drop those blacks. Wow. That he does. That he does. And he, he makes these pseudo, uh, movie posters and, uh, for the, like the chapter breaks and they're all hand lettered and just stunning, stunning examples. It's very, there's a lot of art deco going on in, in the book and a lot of, uh, stuff you would see in maybe, um, uh, Parker. Uh, by Darwin Cook, it was oh, okay. very, very strong shadows, uh, very nice brushwork. It's just an amazing, amazing book. So yeah, do, I'm thankful you, for Frank Avila um, too. Do you follow Francesco on Twitter? I sure uh, Twitter? do. I sure okay. do. So you know that, um, at least when the new episodes are released, uh, that he does a poster for, uh, each episode of Doctor Who? Yep. Yeah. Those are so cool looking. And his inner, the, I think he did all the doctors interlocking covers for the, the IDW book. He did. And yeah. I, and, and it was, um, that was on sale because of the weekend, the 50th anniversary. And, and, uh, I was looking through, uh, all 12 issues. I did not pull the trigger because they were only 99 cents each. But yes, he did do the covers and, uh, and, and they were, it, they looked awesome. He, he nailed them. And, um, he's up there for my 11 o'clockers. He's he's a very strong contender. I think I, at first I was a little concerned after you have David Aja on Hawkeye for so many issues, and then Frank Avia comes in for a fill-in or two, and I was like, I'm not sure. That's really not a style that complements each other. But the issues he worked on because of the story, because of the characters, it really worked, and and I was I was pleased. Did you see his Guardians of the Galaxy? I did not. Oh my goodness! Not and yet. if I said Guardians of the Galaxy, I really doubt Frank Avia yeah. would be the first <laughs> name on your lips. Not no, very good, very good. And it was really nice because um, he allowed the colorist room to 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 stretch, and it was just an, a very. It was almost flat color in some uh, segments. It's great, great stuff. Uh, purples and, and, and pinkish purples and just really powerful color work. And he, he made it happen because he left a lot of space for them to, to work. Cause he loves those strong blacks. He does. And you can't have strong blacks without, uh, highlight. So, yeah. Um, since we're in a grown free zone, did you watch or will you be watching, um, the Doctor Who 50th? anniversary oh, special for sure i'm gonna watch it oh, okay. I, I don't right. know if i'll watch it the week it's it it, it happened last week oh well then i am late to the party as usual so i'll watch it soon yeah was it good okay. it was awesome oh that's uh, good I, I mean i'm not i mean i i'm a david Tennant fan I, i'm a big fan of 10 so it's it's um he was in it and and it was nice that it was a story about the doctors and not the companions so it it and it it, it was rose on it uh, Billy Piper was on it. Oh, good. Well, I will say that. And, How about and Amy was, Pond? No. What? Uh, which is fine. Well, she's, oh, it's not fine. That's not even close no, to fine. Because, no, because Clara was in it. So it, it's fine. Trust oh, me. Okay. It's fine. And, right. and it, it, um, it ties into things that happened during tens time and it happened uh, right before his last episode so when he shows up on on the planet of the ood and he's talking about queen elizabeth it all it all makes sense and you see you see the doctor um well there was a mini web episode a few weeks ago um that was actually released on paul mccann's birthday and it was um it introduced the doctor that appeared um between eight and nine. 
So did any of the surviving uh, or the living actors that played Doctor Who decide not to participate? Doctor Who, sorry. The doctor <laughs> decide, they, decide to not to participate? You had... There was... There was a. Can so like I get bounced for a second? I'd come back and talk about Doctor Who. It's, yes, it's intentional, dude. It was, it was a grown free zone, so I figured I had time. Oh. The uh, um, there was. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything about the episode itself. There and apparently there's a half hour special which I still have to see, called like the Five Ish Doctors, and I believe uh, Davison and Colin Baker and uh, Sylvester McCoy um, and Stephen Moffat. They're all in this clip so i have to watch that still but no i i think i i think you'll take the uh, the special who's my favorite doctor who is your favorite doctor oh that's what i'm saying who question ah pertwee yep nice yep john pertwee always be my favorite that's cool you know why because he was the doctor i he was the doctor uh, in residence uh, my first right. exposure to it that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, which is why which, which is why Tom Baker is is uh, Chris's favorite. Yeah. Right. There you go. All right, Jason, now that you were away and had uh, ample time to come up with something to talk about, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, I didn't know it was going to be dropped like that. How many uh, uh, me. uh well, Chris uh, Chris isn't here so Vince has to put his, his uh, knives in others. Oh boy. Yeah, well. It's what, it's what I do. It is what you've been doing it all night. Me, I have not been antagonistic at all. Oh, I just love everyone. Never antagonistic, motherfucker. (laughs) How many more tweets we have? Um, you know, I'll let you know in a second. I I had to totally shut down everything uh, because the the uh, the audio was giving me ish. So I was a little worried about maybe I had too many things running in parallel. So here I am, New York City. Uh, my son wanted to go to the Apple store. Okay. Now, with a machine coming up for order in probably a week or two, don't you think they'd have a, a display at the Apple store of, you know, what you're going to get when you order this no, new machine? No, Nothing. It's, it's not Black Friday. It's, it's ridiculous. It's jank. I, I would, I would, it's, it's interesting though, because, you know, Apple's been one of those, those, those brands that has just refused to have any kind of significant sale, even on things like Black Friday, and that's changing this year. Like uh, today, Best Buy was offering um, iPad Minis for 199 bucks. Yep. Um, there's lots of Black Friday sales that like get you like 100 bucks off of yeah an iPad Air. So it's but not but not at the Apple Store. Right. No, 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 no. no but I'm saying we for the discount. And I'll tell yeah. you, it, it was almost like they were giving stuff away. The place was jammed. Oh yeah, it's and it's and it's all retail. You know, Lego's the same way. By the way, for right. years Lego wouldn't discount ever, and uh, and this year I've gotten some Wumba discount so far on uh, Amazon for different Lego sets the kids want for Christmas. Nice. Um, our probably one of our favorite couples in comics, uh, Miss Karina Becco and Mister Gabriel Hardman. <laughs> chimed in nice karina said she is thankful for being surrounded by a supportive and talented community Aww. and gabriel said that he's thankful that he can write something draw it letter it and that it's the final product that he has direct creative expression and i love reading that that is something to, for which he should be thankful it's true um one of our listeners mr jeffrey flam is thankful for creators like matt kint who continuously push the boundaries of the art form in new and amazing ways. Yep. Certainly agree with that. 
I am uh, I am thankful that um, I have David to recommend TV shows to me because uh, he he's now recommended Turtles and Arrow to me this year, which I'm Aww. very thankful to be watching both. He is Did good. You, uh, have you caught up on Almost Human? I haven't watched the third episode yet. No, I haven't watched any of the episodes yet. Okay, cool. No problem. Yeah. So. And that's mainly because the first episode was um, preempted. Like it didn't. It didn't. Record they pushed it back. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's whack. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta like download the first episode from uh, Apple TV, and then we can catch up. Cool. Yeah. But uh, you know, I have to think. Now I think about. It, I haven't read that many comics this week. Yeah, it's I. I, I've been reading when I can, and it hasn't been as often. And then, because I'm off for a chunk of time, I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to. It, it's not always easy, but I I have the phone on Do Not Disturb, and I don't have the iPad near me, and I try to keep the computer away so that if we're downstairs and we're chilling, and we're watching TV or we're just hanging out, I'm not looking at my phone and checking Twitter or Facebook or the forum. So, so I'm just trying to not be so plugged in all the time and, mm-hmm. and I, I think the next few days I'll, I'll pro- I probably won't have much of an online presence and for probably half of December I might be close to non-existent so um, really that makes me sad pickle no I mean I no there, there will definitely be times where I'll I'll sneak a peek but it's it's um I, I want to make sure that you know she's that, that when we're hanging out if we're watching something especially that you know I'm not my, my my attention isn't divided with something else, but I'll I'll um and and I have my notifications on Boo, so you know don't worry about it. All right, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, Boo. It's gonna say. I did a little bit of reading. Of course you, you did. Read. Well, I'm only halfway through because I just got it yesterday, but in uh, I, this is something to savor. I'm disappointed. Uh, it's uh, published by one of the smaller boutique publishers. Abrams? Let's, let's call them that. No, I said For small. Second. For a second. I said, no. Um, Picture Box. Ooh. And, um, is it Power Masters 4? No, I didn't get that yet. I don't think that's out, is it? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> jerk. But, <laughs> but anyway, now Dan is um, smart enough to realize that publishing... Um, these days require some kind of some kind of draw no that's fanographics um and he this book is every bit um of a tactile physical um experience as it is a reading experience so if they ever made a transition which i doubt that they would publish this digitally it, it would not be anywhere near the same experience because the paper is um Faux-aged, uh, pulpy, kind of vintage-looking, browned paper. The the coloring is is um, relies heavily on the paper to to capture the desired effect. It's hardcover. Uh, the end flaps have text, or the end papers have text printed on them. It's it it's the smell of it, the way the main uh body of work is printed on one paper and the essay following it is printed on a different type of stock, a white stock. You need to have this book in your hand. You're not going to get the same sensations as you would if you read this digitally. It, it would completely suffer for it. It's called 
the mysterious underground men and it's pub it's uh, conceived by the god of manga mr osamu tezuka Ooh. uh published by as i said by picture box it's the second release in uh ryan holmberg's uh tencent manga series which uh i talked about the first one um uh, this is not the same form factor as uh the previous volume it is because they they stayed true to the original size of the uh vintage manga so it's it's more in line with uh what you would get size wise from um say the the late tokyo pop or viz um it's it's not a digest size but it's not much bigger than that uh hardcover uh and it's just it's brilliant it's it's amazing it's uh tezuka said that it's his first real venture into long form storytelling uh and he gives reasons why in the, in the book but uh it's pretty inventive you, you uh you have a rabbit that that really seems to be intelligent to begin with and these guys do some kind of experiments and operation on him so they try to make the rabbit human uh and they succeed he he's still a rabbit but he can it's an anthropomorphic rabbit. He can walk around and talk and and uh, uh, reason and and uh, interact. And it's just uh, he. That's the the springboard for the story. The the rabbit goes underground, uh, a la uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and they encounter a race of evolved termites. <laughs> it's, it's 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 Tezuka, so it's crazy, right? It's insane, but it's so well done. It's amazing. You got to see like the vintage. Um, uh, I don't know if they scanned it from. I doubt they have the original boards for for this. But if if they just scanned it from a, an original uh, printing, but it's amazingly well done. It's 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 not. It's full color, but it only looks like it's it's two color because that's probably the way it was originally printed. So to get the desired effect, you'd have to scan the original in full color. Right. But it's it's like a, a orangey. It's an orange and a kind of mottled blueish color. It's it's amazing, Jason. You're gonna love it. You are mm. gonna go gaga over this. But uh, one uh, word of warning. It's about, with the essays, I would say it's less than 200 pages. Mm-hmm. It's twenty four ninety five. Mm-hmm. That's a little steep for this. Uh, Last of the Mohegans, which was the previous volume, is uh, more along the size of uh, regular comic size, so it was bigger, and I think it was the same price. But this is obviously much smaller, so... I don't want to hear anybody bitch that it's it's expensive. It, it you're you're getting what you pay for. It's a really nice package, and to have an unpublished she said. <laughs> to have an unpublished Tezuka. I mean, this is the first time this has been translated. You ain't gonna get this anywhere else than Picture Box. Uh, it's it's worth every penny. Uh, I am so in love with this ten cent manga series. Holmberg has just does the amazing work. Uh, and you should seriously uh, investigate it if you're a fan of uh, manga. But more to the point, just really good comics. Yeah, check them out. It's it, I can't gush about this enough. Um, they 
and the, and the whole point of the Tencent manga series is to show, well, not the main point, but one of the points is to show how, uh, the, uh, the, the big names in, uh, manga have been influenced by American comics. And okay. I didn't read the, the, uh, introduction, but I see, uh, Chick Young's Blondie. Um, I see, uh, Milt Gross. Um, which now that I think about it has, has a strong, looks like it has a strong influence on the art. There's some Disney. Obviously, Tezuka was uh, influenced by Disney. Um, so Flash Gordon. So they, they actually trace the, the progression of, um, art from how it influenced, uh, the, the author to the finished product. And it's just amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, you'll learn something and you'll have a great time with the story. Well worth it. It's going up there on my 11 o'clockers as a contender for uh, best reprint. This and uh, Last of the Mohegans, I don't know what I'm going to pick, but they're just great. Hmm. Do it. You know, speaking of that, uh, we are in the uh, throes of November. And uh, as soon as uh, my co-hosts get back to my me on my email that I sent this week, one of them events, um <laughs> We are going to put up the eleven o'clock, uh, the eleven o'clocker year-end award categories for everybody to vote on. Um, it'll be coming up soon. Again, I'm just waiting for uh, two of my three co-hosts to respond to the email I sent to them this week. I, I think it's wonderful, and I'm happy with all of your choices for categories. It was not the uh, issue. Okay, I thought that's what it was. I'll go read it. Thanks so much, dude. If I tell you my workload for this week, you would shit. Dude, I mean, really? Ah, uh, no, <laughs> seriously. It's kind of we're all gonna we're gonna play that game where we all compare up and I need I need I need a crying towel. You, Chris, now you're so busy. I'm not Chris. I'll never be Chris. I don't know. I don't know how y'all. Could, I don't know how y'all could tweet all day. I'm just so busy at work. Dude. Who tweets I dog? I did. I I did a solid to a friend today, and I maybe tweeted once or twice. Oh shit. Yeah. You got time to read an email. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. Uh, I get about three thousand emails a day. I find time. A little bit of nepotism here. Um, if you are so inclined, check out the Scranton Zine Fest on uh, the Kickstarter because they're not asking for a whole hell of a lot. The 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 ceiling on their Kickstarter is like three hundred fifty bucks to get this thing going. Uh, you can chip in a buck. You can chip in five bucks. Uh, Fifteen bucks, you get a uh, a bunch of stickers and a hand uh, embroidered. Hands? Hand and <laughs> well, it's good. To I don't know. I, if, I would throw a lot more in if. Well, I shouldn't say that because she's my friend. Um, uh, yeah, you get like a hand embroidered uh, piece of art, and it's uh, like I said, the ceiling on this this puppy is not high. So if you if you like zines, you want to see the see the zine scene flourish in a little butthole town like Scranton. Check it out on Kickstarter. It's the Scranton Zine Fest. Just throw a buck or two in. Shut me up. I I backed it. You should too. You know they will now. I hope. I would love to see this happen because I want to go spend some money on zines. I love the zines. I'm not quite sure where the nepotism comes into play there, but well, it's because it's a friend of mine. Local. Well, a friend doesn't equal nepotism, but it doesn't. Does do I have no. to be? Do I have to be related? Relations. Yes. That's well. Yeah. We're we're all related. You're just guilty art. of favoritism. Yeah. She's, she, she's my illegitimate. Like, yo, shout out to little Vinny's zine. She's my my illegitimate <laughs> child. She she could be. She's half my age, so. 
There you go. Yeah. Oh, so it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So she's 38. I <laughs> know. She's 57. High <laughs> <laughs> five. That's it. I like it when you get me. That's good. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? I'm so disappointed in Spawn. They still make Spawn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, that's exactly what I mean. you you got to be tired of hearing me say it by now. But, Ron, if you're listening, kick him in the ass. Will you get that guy off the books? Get Kudransky off of Spawn. He's it's 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 unreadable. The damn book is unreadable. I keep buying it just because I have a complete run of Spawn. I have every issue of Spawn in any form published. I have Curse of the Spawn, uh, Dark Ages. I have all everything. Sam and Twitch. Everything with the Spawn and the characters. I have them all. So I got to keep buying it. Right? I don't even read it. I get it. Hey, nice cover, Todd. Put it on the stack. That's it. Sounds about right. No, I don't. It shouldn't be that way. It Sounds shouldn't. Right. Spawn was the, the 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 tip of the tidal wave of Image. It should be the flagship book. It should dude, be the I one. I can't wait for Image United to get finished up. Oh, dude. Uh, I think I think you can't wait. But come on, Ron. Seriously, talk some sense into eh, it, Todd. Like Ron's got the fucking bat phone in the top of the He does. Well, you know who Would does. You, let me ask you a question. Phone. Would you put anything past Ron? No. There you go. Mr. John Boren is thankful for the generally positive interaction between creators and consumers. It's not often you can personally say thank you to someone that you admire. Yeah. And they reciprocate. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, it, I know that you will, like I mentioned before, where you had, you know, some dillweed try to argue with Dan Slott, but at the same time, you you can go ahead and you can say, hey, uh, Burnham, great job on that issue of Batman and Robin, and he'll 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 write back. And and but there aren't too many um, uh, the facets of entertainment. Like, you, could you really do that? Could 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 you tweet out to to a major league baseball player or an NFL player and and either expect them to reply or not just think you were lost in the void? It. it I do appreciate that. You know, when you have one of the coolest comic book characters ever conceived with Cape that does all wacky stuff and skulls and chains and spikes. And, Are you still talking about Spawn? Yeah, and you don't show it. Maybe. You're the artist and you don't show this. You're not doing your job. You're doing a disservice to the to the story and the book. So when's the uh, Spawn Haunt crossover? I can't shadows wait. suck. You There's too much shadows in Spawn. And it's not... For effect, it's a crutch. Just that I have to draw it. Get him off the book. Now. Damn. There you go. So you're not thankful for Spawn, but Jerry McDade, our boy, is thankful for the creative folks who will take his money to write and draw stories that he loves. Look at that. Yep. That's a good way of looking at it. It is. Mr. Don Cardenas is thankful for the friends and brothers he's met, the people he admires being better than he could hope, and a place to let him create freely. Ah, and then Jerry jumps back in to say that it absolutely warms his heart that we that we recorded tonight. Cheers. Aww. We gotta um, shoot one out to our brother Andy Tom. I am thankful for all of the hard work Andy Tom has done on our forum and in our lives and on the Twitter and everywhere in between the past couple years. Just he's he's like one of the biggest uh EOC supporters and he did us a huge solid by doing the uh 
the thread on the on the forum for the uh, the, the the art challenge thread. So give it up for Andy. Yay! Well, you'd be happy to know that David gave Andy a big shout out last week. Wait, no, but, but watch now in a couple of weeks. But but this episode, now everybody's going to be like, "Oh, Vince, thanks." I, I'm so glad you mentioned it. I, I can't even say a damn thing. <laughs> But no, 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 no. David shouted out Andy for that very reason, and, and unfortunately, Andy can't continue to be the well, that's the, why, uh, yeah. the caretaker of the um, of the art uh, thread, and that uh, and that our buddy Monster has taken it over. Yeah, and I'm thankful for that too. But I just yeah, wanted to give, but, but you know, but, uh, drop a nice little. And I talked to Andy about it. He said that um, he's he's become it's um, for whatever reason his work now blocks our forum. So oh no, yeah. So he that's why he hasn't been on the forum as much. Nah. I'm, uh, yeah. No, it's um. It's his uh, he his last official um, sketchbook challenge is is uh, is this month the month of November he did a it has it it is a gorgeous looking Bizarro in the rain um, Bizarro sad it's, it's it's it really and it's it's a sad looking image and 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 it's adorable because there's a uh, there's a cat curled up or, or huddled up next to Bizarro under his cape trying to stay out of the rain and. Um, it's a beautiful image. Monster will be taking it over from here on, and uh, I'm not sure if if they're going to. I think Monster is going to kick off his own sketchbook challenge thread, which is absolutely fine. And uh, and and I don't. They'll just keep Andy's there, and uh, I'm. Like I said, it is one of the only places on the boards where I am an active lurker instead of a participant. There you go. Here. Cool. I'm thankful for beer. Yeah, you're not yeah. yeah, most weeks. Well, I that's the thing. I, when I have it, it's a it's a special uh, occasion, and these are tasting really good. I I'm thankful it, that uh, you you almost six years ago talked me into jumping on this podcast. Me too, brother. I'm thankful for that too. I don't I know what the hell I was thinking at the time, but it worked out really well. There you go. I'm thankful that. Uh, there are so many people on this earth that can draw pretty pictures that allow me to purchase them and hang them on my walls. Hmm. That is a good one. I like your collection. <laughs> the ever-increasing collection. I wish I had it, but that's uh, <laughs> I, I, can, I can live vicariously through you. Uh, my goal is to do the same thing for my walls that you do for yours with my art. I would love to own some of your art and have yeah. it on my walls. It's It's getting there. Uh, whatever um but let's see what else do we have what else we want to talk about there's so many good stuff we could talk about how is this uh you know what i fell off the uh agents of uh shield train i gotta go back i must have about seven episodes i need to watch that sounds about right since you were last watching it yeah yeah the 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 the, the ninth episode was was last night it was um i i know jason enjoyed the episode two weeks ago yeah, uh, last week, um, I, I I enjoyed last week's also, and there was uh, and last night's there was a cool scene at a gas station, and uh, the gas station was named uh, Roxon. So I thought that oh, was oh neat. neat. I heard yeah, um, so. was it last week the episode tied into uh, the uh, Thor movie? movie? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's cool. That's very smart. Yeah. Very smart. So um, no, it's I I'm I am still like I said I I now I have um, well I mean. Uh, the season, mid-season, I, I, it's stupid. I, the, the winter season finale, whatever you want to call it. Walking Dead 
ends next week for, I guess, a couple of months, um, or this Sunday. Then, so Mondays I have Almost Human, uh, Tuesdays I have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and, and Wednesdays I have Arrow, and, and then I try to watch them over the course of the week if, if I don't watch them live. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still digging what, what's on TV, and, um, speaking of TV, there was, I, I actually saw a Vertigo commercial. On TV. Wow, for Sandman? It was, it was for Sandman, yeah. It was, so it was, it, it and it, I mean, one of the images actually look, of Morpheus looked like it was drawn by Barry Windsor Smith. But it, but, but the commercial said, from critically acclaimed writer Neil Gaiman and, and illustrated by J.H. Williams the third, and, and then it said, you know, available digitally mm-hmm. and, and at your bookstores, and I'm like, yeah, well, you can get the first issue now, and then wait. Yeah. That it's second. funny you say that because, um, because in New York, actually, on on there, on there's been a number of salmon overture advertisement facades, and I've been baffled. Like as I've been walking across town, like there's been advertisements for salmon on like billboards and stuff, which is just shocking to me. But the, the crazy thing is, like, let's pimp the book that really doesn't need to be pimped. Like, if well, if and, you're and a also, gaming fan and there's a lot of them, you know that this thing yeah. is coming out. And to David's point, even more pathetically, they've already canceled the second issue's solicit. I know. I know. <laughs> because they're so far behind. I mean, so I think it's very much worth waiting for, though. Well, sure it is, but but you're going to advertise something that people are going to okay it's, get the first true. issue of, and then wait, and and, and you but just they, don't want you don't want the interest to wane, and and people forget about it. And and would most of the Neil Gaiman fans or, or Sandman fans, but most of the Neil Gaiman fans, wouldn't they wait for that? hardcover collection oh, of course anyway. right right but you know what the, a similar uh event occurred back in the dark knight returns days when dc was advertising the book in rolling, rolling stone, stone? Yeah. you could mm-hmm. order all four issues and at the point w- when they were advertising that they knew damn well that issues yeah. three and especially four were going to be massively late yeah and they still did it so yeah. uh, you can't really fault them i mean such is life uh, good art's worth waiting for. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, because when you know, I mean, and now it. I mean, yes, back then, it would have been a big deal to have to wait. I mean, now you read the collection, and and you know, you don't know that that there was a delay. I mean, I, we still find people these days that 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 don't know that Batman Year One was originally in Batman four hundred four to four hundred seven. But you know they, they think it was either a standalone series or, or that's or okay. Novel. Yeah. That's absolutely okay. That's I mean, okay. it's not. It doesn't matter. I mean, you could have been born after year one came out. It, it doesn't matter. It's a good story. You should read it. And and um, it's like not it's many people. Not many people realize or know that the honeymooners was a segment of the Jackie Gleason show. Who the hell cares? That's who, who remembers the, the Jackie the Gleason? Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family. Right. That's right. Well, who the hell remembers the Jackie Gleason show? I mean, mm-hmm. the, but I mean, a lot more people remember The Honeymooners because it's the best damn show ever on television. <laughs> I saw uh, like the a, a little like, uh, like one of those little documentary type things on E about uh, the Jeffersons, mm-hmm. and um, it's amazing how uh, Wheezy like did not want to do the Jeffersons. Like she. She was absolutely opposed to them being put onto a spinoff because she, you know, she struggled for a long time to get a job in Hollywood. You know, she was like a Shakespearean trained, you know, stage actress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she wanted to go into TV, but, you know, frankly, there weren't a lot of jobs for middle aged black women, you know, on TV. 
And uh, so she got this gig on on All in the Family, which at the time was the number one you know comedy yep. on TV. And uh, so it was like a huge coup, and she was making good living. And uh, you know they were very comfortable. And then they said like you know we want you to uh, you know do the spinoff, or you're going to be the, the stars of it. And she didn't want to do it because she thought that it was it was going to bomb. You know she thought like a show about like rich like a rich black couple like was like not going to like no one was going to identify with it. Like she was like it's not going to work. So she actually said no, and she didn't want to leave the show. And so then basically she said um, she finally ended up doing the Jeffersons because the next week her agent called her and said, well, listen, um, they they understand your position, so they're going to go ahead and do the Jeffersons and replace you. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, I'll so do it. Like, yeah, she's like, all right, I guess I should do it. Um, you know, the rest is kind of history, right? But yeah. like, it's funny how these things work out, right? There is an exploitation element to the Jeffersons too. Uh, but how long did that last? Nine years? I don't know. I honestly don't know offhand, but yeah, I think it lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe even longer than All in the Family. You think? No, I don't think so, right? Well, All in the Family kind of bit the big one when the kid came on board. Then when they adopted that adopted that little girl, or when when uh, Carol O'Connor do- adopted, as I think uh, Edith was gone by then. Well, then, they, but then you also had the the, the other spinoff, the the Archie Bunker's place. So it's yeah, you're right. That's when the girl came in, the little girl. Right, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like three's a crowd, dude. Oh, fuck. Here you go. Here's something we can talk about. What's the worst spinoff ever? After Mash. I was going to say oh, Aftermath. Oh, yeah. shit. Yep. I, I, would, I would go along nice. with that. Absolutely. Dude, what a bad kid. choice. I was, I was little when that came out. And I remember <laughs> watching it and just being dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like, what are you it's doing? Really, so, like, so Jamie Farr and Harry Morgan, y'all can't do nothing. Else. And then it's like, and then, and then the reason for them all getting together was just, it made no goddamn. Although, was it Baywatch Nights? Well, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> when you have... Much. A landmark series like Mash, and you take out the principal yeah, players. Yes. Yeah, no thanks. No, that was e- even a show about you... Loretta Swit. Like if it was just like her character and, and that uh, Trapper John was okay, that worked for a yeah, that... couple years. Yeah, but after Mash was this pathetic. It was because it, it, it was also it was it was just it it shouldn't. Have been. I mean, no. It, it, there were just so many things that you could have come up with any other reason to get these few characters together, and and to call it aftermath. It kind of was a, a slap in the face. Yep. Dude, Joni loves Chachi was bad. Joni loves Chachi was very uh, bad. Yeah, still. The Brady Brides. Oh, for fuck! Uh, see, then I, I'm, I'm glad I blanked that out. Hilarious. Uh, there's. Uh, uh, oh man. Yeah, I can. Hmm. Oh, Vince, uh, how about the lone gunman, dude? Uh, it was watchable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, not very, but yeah, it was okay. Was uh, it, um, I loved Millennium. I thought, was thought Millennium was this shit. Was Angie Harmon in uh, Baywatch Nights? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. Nice. I think she young was. Yeah, young, yeah, because Law and Order Angie Harmon, that was hot. Then, then. Wait a minute, I got one for you. This may be the worst ever, dude. <laughs> worst than after Mash. The Tortellis. <laughs> oh, dude. Am I being stupid? What I what is that? That's that that's your spinoff. Holy shit. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, you're lucky. I don't I they probably pulled the plug before the first season was. Wasn't over. a huge Cheers fan. Love Cheers. Nah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean in syndication, uh, I'd watch it. 
when it, you know, whatever. If there was nothing else on, but first oh. run, I didn't even watch the show. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, same here. No. Th- I- Thursday nights on NBC was my jam for a long time. Mm-hmm. I liked Frasier a hell of a lot better than Cheers. Frasier was funny. Yeah. Frasier was great. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, oh. aftermath, man. Now that still might be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Torture, man. I mean, I don't know what is there, like, six episodes, eight episodes? I don't even think it lasted that long. Yeah, I don't think it lasted a full season, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That's jank. Uh-huh. Ratchet. That's like, jank. It's a ratchet show. But anyway. Yeah, it is. Uh, hey, so you want, we're going to wrap this up and wish everyone a, a very happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Yeah. Uh, we should throw our thanks into the pot. We thank you for listening to this mess every week we do. uh you know aside from the camaraderie we, we've developed and the the awesome friendships that 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 we have with each other uh you guys are the reason why we keep doing this and we we, we thank you very much for for uh spending this time with us every week it's not like carol burnett don't i yeah. uh so so thank you and we love you so much and we thank dcb service and, uh, yes for for having Steve confidence for in us and a nice relationship and a hot sister and uh <laughs> we always got to go there <laughs> we just thank everyone i know and in your travels yeah i'm gonna pimp the book hang on because i'm going over here to get it i need a wheelbarrow to bring it to the microphone because it's so damn big it's 700 and oh, oh wait a minute it's 800 pages. Jeepus. Yes. And Will Pfeiffer knows exactly what I'm going to say. If you are even remotely interested in horror and exploitation films, go, run, sprint, whatever you have to do, and get Xerox Ferox, The Wild World of the Horror Film Fanzine by John Spoonar. Uh, it covers... Steve Bissett's in here because he is a film, uh, uh, an exploitation and horror film historian and does a lot of work for the various zines. But Steve Bissett's in here. You get uh, Gary Sevilla from Midnight Marquee and Gore Creatures. Uh, let's see some names. Uncle Bob Martin from Fangoria is in here. Bill Landis. Uh, Jimmy McDonough, David Salkin, Jim Morton, Tim Mayer, Tim Lucas. Chaz Ballin, the late Chaz Ballin and, and, and Deep Red. Uh, let's see. The new guys. Robin Bougie's in here, who I always talk about in uh, Cinema Sewer. Did, did I say Tim Lucas? But Tim Lucas is in here. Uh, Charles Kilgore and Echo. It is a massive tome that loaded with examples from the zines and the uh, the films in which they uh, they delve. Fangoria's in here. Monster Times. Uh, Psychotronic Films. You can't mention this stuff without mentioning Forrest Ackerman and Famous Monsters. It, it's an amazing book, worth every penny, and I have been captivated by it for like two solid weeks. I can't put it down. So get it. Oof, sounds good. Yes. Damn. Uh, I will... Um... It's not comics, but there are comics. And, and there's that Steve Bissett link, so there you go. You don't, you don't have to qualify it, bro. I do. It's all good. They're going to buy it anyway, bro. You talked about it. Uh, well, if they should buy it because it's <sighs> phenomenal. They, uh, I, I have enjoyed IDW's take on Star Trek, the, the, the Abrams verse version. Uh, I have not yet read until today any IDW, 
Doctor Who books, and so I decided to try out the eight issue series, which I am only up to the the third issue, so I haven't gotten to the uh, Gordon Purcell artwork yet. Um, and I only know he worked on it because when Jason and I were talking to him, word in, uh, in C2E2, he mentioned it because uh, he mentioned how much fun in air quotes it was to draw Matt Smith. But I am in the process of reading. And, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, the uh, Assimilation Squared, the, uh, the the Star Trek Next Generation, and Doctor Who crossover from IDW. So I am. Uh, it, it's the um, it is uh, written by um, the uh, Scott and David Tipton with Tony Lee. Uh, art on these issues, the first couple issues, is by uh, J.K. Woodward, and and he nails everybody splendidly. Um, and uh, yeah, I. I I, I can hear the the next generation characters as as I uh, as I'm reading it. No, nobody sounds off. Everybody looks like they should look, and uh, and and it's it's the Doctor with Amy and Rory, and 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 they also match the way they were on uh, on Stephen Moffat's show. So I, uh, I if if you like the properties, if you haven't checked it out yet, I'd uh, I'd give it a spin. Nice. Sounds good. I'm digging it. It does sound good. Uh, in your travels, uh, join me in my uh, new obsession with Marvel Avengers Alliance. Ah. Yes. The video game. Yes. See, apparently it's been around for a long time. I had never really realized it until recently. But it's a lot of fun, and they just launched a new series of uh, missions for those of you that... Uh, Is that the game Dan keeps talking about? No, I think who? that's Puzzle Quest. No, Dan is always yeah, talking about they, his Avengers are leveling up and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. okay, okay. It's basically a turn-based, like a you know, it's it's like um, it's like an electronic version of Hero Clicks or Magic. You know, it's it's different. it's a card game. No, it's, well, it's no, it's but it's oh. the same thing. And it like it's like Pokemon. You know, you you have different different heroes. Are, there's basically six different elementals. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's like rock paper scissors. So, you know you're 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 more powerful than certain ones, and you're weaker. You're weak against certain ones. And what's the Marvel different... game we were playing? The what's one. With, the, what's the Marvel game we used to play with Deadpool and? Oh, on the PSP or the PlayStation? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, that Ultimate was, uh, was it, it wasn't Ultimate. It was Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. So this is Avengers Alliance. Yeah. So it's basically the same setup where it's free I, form. I don't know. It, could, it could be, yeah. Nice. I got to check this out. Why didn't I not know about this? Because it's on Facebook. And, uh, well, or, or or your iPhone. Yeah, or your iPhone. Oh, you can't. This is not console based. No. no. Oh, I'm no, out. No, no, no. I'm out. Sorry. Yeah, you're it's out. It's free, I'm so out. you can get it for your iPhone, bro. I don't want it for my iPhone. I'm out. That iPhone is not intended to play games. It's a communication and... Oh, stop it. No. Is it, is it, wait, wait. So you're going to say it's a communication device. You are no, it's a, communi- it's a communication and information gathering device. Stop. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I don't like playing games on a damn phone. It's not happening. I, I need a big-ass screen. Uh-huh. So get a phablet then. <laughs> phablet? Yeah, what, what is that thing? It's one of the nasty Samsung things. It's a, oh, it's those phones are big, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, saw, I saw a guy trying to use one like he had a big piece of bread on the side of oh, his head. Me, I'm not a fan of it, but you said you want a big screen. I do want By a big way, screen. By the way, best spinoffs ever. Best spinoffs ever? Jefferson, certainly. Uh, Facts of Life. Different World. Yeah. 
Oh boy, I, I I'm I'm really not a fan of spinoffs. Uh, you are though, but you don't realize it. I would say Frasier. Oh, only only, be, only because I don't have too much love for the the source, but um, Mama's Family. Nice. Oops. Come on. Yeah, no, I, 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 I oh, hell's nah. Um, Empty Nest. Oof. <laughs> oh, damn. You got no love for oh, Tim Benson. Conway? Oh, no, no, Benson. Um, yes. I bet I'll give you. Okay. How about, um, um, wow. Best. Dude, Melrose Place, dude. What is, uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. You don't know what Melrose, Melrose Place is? No. That wouldn't, he wouldn't. Wait, really? Yeah, what I does that, what did that I, even I, come I, from? I, was that like a Dallas thing? Oh, The Simpsons, dude. That is. Yes. Yeah, but yes. yeah, okay. That's the greatest spinoff ever, then, right there. That may be. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of dropped the mic, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> that's what Zach should have did a couple of hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <snap. laughs> uh, no, that's it. By the bill of the college years. No, no, no but that, that, thank you. it's, it's worse. Yeah, we'll say Tiffany Amber Thiessen, though. Oh. Uh, that was, so was a spell there. No, yeah. So well, fine. Maybe, maybe now that she's on the white collar, but. She's still cute. No, there was a time where, uh, no. She would just, there was a time when she would just induce, like, uh, uncontrollable orgasms. Not even come near you. Just have to look at her and just BAM! You'd be all over. I would agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, Simpsons, yep. Yeah, that's a hard one to beat. Uh, uh, Angel, I'd have to throw a vote out for Angel. Oh no! Yes. Wait, what? No, 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 no. Yes. You, if you have a big, <laughs> a big, if you have a big piece of Dookie and you cut off a little piece of Dude, Dookie, it's still Dookie. God dang mine! Angel is fucking great. Nah, I can't have that. Nope. Nah. What? No, nah, I'm not a Buffy fan. Not that. Where do you fall in? You're not a Buffy fan either. No, you know I'm not a Buffy fan. Oh, that is fucking bullshit. Nah, it's crap. Oh, wait, dude, what about um, Laverne and Shirley? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. That's I don't know about greatest, but Mindy. Mm. no, <laughs> not a Robin Williams fan. Both yet. Happy Days spinoffs. Yeah. Wow, I guess. Uh, hmm. What's to say after The Simpsons? Buffy. Please, you're such an intelligent person. Do you be liking that crap? I, I'm baffled you don't. I don't at all. I, I have not one shred. No. That is baffling. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Beth and I watched it every week together for the entirety of its Oh, so you time. have an emotional attachment to it based on no, watching we, it. No, it. He was also watching it because it was good. Yeah. So like- <laughs> and we watched every episode of Angel, too. Did they, did they take the good out of the episodes I saw? I, I watched the... the, uh, the uh, expert, Are you just, you watch the movie? Is that what you're talking about? You no, think, I, the movie's the okay. Movie? I, the movie's alright. Oh my god. Seeing, seeing Supergirl <laughs> run around killing vampires, it's okay. <laughs> so high! Holy <laughs> shit! Maybe don't drink beer. I do not like the Buffy, I'm sorry. Mad Cray Cray. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. The, yeah, dude. the monsters look stupid. You do oh, you, Flair. You do you. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us this week. Do not eat too much turkey and go into turkey coma because we'll have to come and resuscitate you. And believe me, you don't want that. Right? I'm thankful that my friends can enjoy what they enjoy. It's true. Oh. That's right. That, that's, always thankful for that. I mean, come on. We all have pretty diverse tastes. We like what we like and know what really gives us shit about it. 
it's true. And in advance of it, I'm thankful for all the people that are listening to this week, and they're going to run to iTunes and leave us an iTunes review. Yep. In droves. And you also can follow us all on Twitter. At uh, Vince can be found at Vince B O N Vince Bond. David can be found at David A Price. And I can be found at J B Wood, which is J A Y B W O D. And uh, a true case of absence making the heart grow fonder. I gotta thank Chris for being Chris. This is true. And Chris can be found at C Neesman. So C N E S E M A N. Yep. He may be absent, but he's still. Hopefully, his broom treated him well tonight. What do you mean? Well, I assume he's curling tonight. Oh, I thought he was cleaning up. There's a social idea. So yeah. Look at that. Okay, everybody. Like we said, thank you for being here. We've overstayed our welcome. As usual, we'll be back next week. Same stinking time, same stinking channel. And do yourself a favor and check out our sponsor, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get all your funny books and collectibles at huge, amazingly deep discounts. 35 to 75% off. They do not mind late orders or late order additions. Uh, get your previews damn cheap. And David, what is that code? EOC8. EOC8. Get you an extra 8% off your already massively discounted order. There's a reason why they're our sponsor because we're very particular about such things and they are the absolute best. We wouldn't have anybody of lesser quality. The best. DCBService.com. Do it. Love you. Go have a Thanksgiving and make sure you're safe. And, and, you, as well. and, and your kids are safe too. And if you have kids and your significant other, just keep everybody safe. Damn it. Bye. Get your drink on. We love you so much. Drink up. Night. Oh, and yes, happy Hanukkah to all our practicing friends. Both of them. Yeah. Bye. To Zach and Ben. Let <laughs> <laughs> me drop the mic. There you go. Drop the mic. See, learn something. Bye. On the darkened-